Uh, I just want to talk about that ape what? that smoked a cigarette. So I hope you guys have something better, <laughs> have something better to talk about in the Did first. That, is that uh, new? To, to intro. <laughs> yeah, that just happened. It was like people at a zoo. They throw. Well, I, I don't know. I think, just I, happened, yeah, I think it was an old was story, just, but but the footage was just shown because like they implemented some kind of something else. They like changed yeah, something to like prevent that... it from happening again. I believe. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's like. Yeah, the orangutan. He just like picked it up and was just like. <laughs> and then he's like tapping it on the ground. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? What the hell? What's going on around here in the world? I mean, all right, here it is. Oh. Yes, that's the trans flag. <laughs> Should I get this? <laughs> Are you trans? Well, I can support trans lives. Right? Okay. Why is the. Are yeah. you a trans eraser head baby? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think this is this is trans eraser, eraser head. Baby said trans rights. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with a, a uh, trans erasure joke, but it's not really. Well, oh, nice. According to David Lynch, Eraser Head is his most spiritual film. And then the interview goes, elaborate on that. And he says, no. No. So for all we know, it could be about. Uh, I haven't you know, seen it. So is it bad that I'm not yeah. trans and I also Did haven't you seen see... the movie? <laughs> I'd say that one is a little more heinous than the other, but I will not reveal which out of respect. For I saw somebody on Twitter the other day post an image of them watching Eraserhead on their Nintendo Switch. Which right, is I was just about to make <laughs> yeah. a joke about that. Somebody's like, wow, this is so much more horrifying on a Switch. On a yellow Switch light, they were watching Eraserhead. You watched the Trans Rights Parade on your fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> on your fucking telephone. You're on your fucking Nintendo Switch. <laughs> You're watching my most spiritual film. All right, Kermit. On your fucking Nintendo <laughs> Switch. And next, uh, Miss Piggy will just talk. <laughs> it's the Muppet Show with our very special guest, David Lynch. <laughs> David Lynch and the Eraserhead Baby. And David Lynch and the Eraserhead Baby. Thank you very much for coming. You're going to watch the Muppet Show on your you fucking recording? telephone. <laughs> Is everyone recording? I can't believe I, I can't yeah. believe you think you've wa- I can't believe you think you've watched the Muppet Show on your fucking telephone. Fozzie, <laughs> I can't believe this. Waka waka or whatever the fuck he says. No, that's that was perfect. All right. You got good, you remembered yeah. what Fozzie says. Fozzie can't remember what Fozzie says beep, and you remembered it. Oh my god. Please tell me everyone was recording How many, on Audacity. How many? I was. I was. How many fucking Alex? cold opens are just us imitating David Lynch? There's well, now, too many. Like, we, we How many comments are you imitating David Lynch? <laughs> okay, Nick's like but, you guys like, keep imitating David Lynch, and it's him every time. No, it is me every time. We're but, all like, trying you, to find the guy who uh, did this. <laughs> it's the reason I bring it up, right? Is because. Uh, I mean, of course, I am always liable to bring up that quote about him saying that you can't believe you watched a movie on your fucking telephone because I've watched a movie on my fucking telephone and I can't stop thinking about it. That's crazy. I don't think I've ever done that. I definitely have. Uh, A whole movie on your fucking phone? Your fucking telephone? (laughs) Your fucking telephone? You think you watched it? It was a I watched the whole movie on my tablet, but that's a little bigger. Right, yeah, and I've watched, like, TV shows on my phone, but I've never done a whole movie. If you're playing a movie on the telephone, you will never in a trillion years experience the film, 
Lynch says in the commercial. In the commercial? <laughs> You'll think you apparently it is in a commercial. Oh, what a commercial for what? Not phones? I have no idea. <laughs> Not phone. Phone bad. It's a smear campaign on phones. <laughs> he just takes out like hundreds of thousands of advertising dollars just to tell people not to watch it. That seems uh, right. It's a segment from an Inland Go Empire limited theater. edition DVD right where David Lynch talks about how watch. It's from an Inland Empire special edition, so you already have to have. The special edition of Inland Empire, which is a pretty cool film. And uh, I, I saw... Yeah, where do you put the DVD what? into your fucking telephone? <laughs> yeah, maybe that... Uh, yeah, maybe someone he took was the... just confused because he couldn't watch it on his phone. Okay, okay. Somebody <laughs> took a footage and uh, the, the, the article that I found was talking about it because somebody took that footage of him from that Inland Empire special feature and put it into an iPhone commercial. Oh. So somebody okay. edited him. Hmm. If you're playing a movie on the on a telephone, you'll never in a trillion years experience the film. You'll think you'll have experienced it, but you'll be cheated. It's such a sadness that you think you've seen it's a film so sad. on your. It's such a sadness that you think it's you've seen a, a film sadness. on your fucking telephone. Absolute he says, barely tragedy. restraining his rage. Get real, he says. Get and real. <laughs> Relax. Get real, Coop. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm trying to Google something. It's just... Yeah, I think that's Eraser honestly head, that's baby. That it's special a special edition <laughs> switch light. I think it's a lot like our show, price. right? If you listen to this in your phone, you really haven't experienced it. You didn't experience right. it. You didn't. Yeah, be you gotta theater. listen to it in person. <laughs> Get a COVID. Yeah, in a theater. In a theater, you gotta go to a theater. They play the Looney Tunes show up beforehand, and then they play the two-hour podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> They play the thing, the roller coaster, where you, there's you gotta get popcorn, popcorn and stuff. Depending on which, depending on which chain you're at, it's either the roller coaster or the one where you get eaten alive. Uh, M and M's <laughs> have one, don't they? Baby, I don't think that that has anything do to do get with. But M and M's one is also always before the movie, though. Right. Hmm. Um, when I worked at a movie theater, I would intentionally not run that. <laughs> <laughs> you're sabotaging. The big I don't know. They could so much they, sabotaging. They it. could sue if you don't run that. It's in the contract. I, You're not good. I just found something. <laughs> what incredible. kind of money were they going to get out of that movie theater? <laughs> Kim did, in fact, find a DVD player Holy for shit. your fucking it's telephone. Oh my god! Oh my god! Forty-one thirty-nine. God damn! It's what? so big. The plug Folks, is Patreon.com/slash. Please don't cast. Please, guys, we need this. Yes. We need the forty-one thirty-nine. We oh, need no. one for every host. We need a hundred and We need to send one to David Lynch. <laughs> we have to watch the movie on our phone. That We're is... doing a racer head next <laughs> week. Get it, you have to watch it on your fucking telephone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Cathedral of Shadows, where demons gather. Yes. <laughs> I guess I really don't care if it's dangerous or not. Start before Alex gets starts reading the book. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> listeners, to another. Please don't listen to this. Your soul depends on it. Hell, oh, scream, monster, terror, soda, fright. Three, Kilogy. Mm. That sounds 
Uh, this week we were feeling a little rustic, and we wanted to spend some time connecting with nature. Just kidding, it was a video game we spent a night <laughs> in the woods. Yeah. Just kidding, Except we played a video game. Mostly you spent the time in a old suburb. Yes, a, a night in the woods, and not like the kind you find in chess. And I've got some wonderful what? notebook sketches. <laughs> of night. I've got some wonderful notebook sketches here with me today hosting. Uh, and we have someone who became a fire ghost to yell at people. That's Cam. That's right. Stay out the fire. Social distance. Don't get near anyone. Bang. What was that? It's me, Aang. Huh? <laughs> was, there, was there a gong sound effect to anyone else? There was yes, a gong. Yeah, you, yeah, that's, part of, that's part of my bit. Does somebody have a soundboard? No, <laughs> I moved my stupid extendo arm and it, the spring got caught on so I was like, made a gong noise. Oh, okay. Here, look, I'll do it. I'll replicate it and you'll all believe me. <laughs> it sounds shit. like a canned sound effect. Yeah. Alright, I'll, I'll start Sounds using like that. Somebody for the hitting show. a big furnace with a bat. And that's the way the news goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we'll do it. It's a living. <laughs> Who else we got? Uh we have I think they're psychic, but their hat blocks it. That's Alex. Oh uh <laughs> Alex and yes. his classic hat. That's I always wear it. They'll never know you don't. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they don't know that you don't wear a hat. Right, right. So that could theoretically make sense. Yes, I'm hatted until have... proven otherwise. <laughs> we have Bandit Queen of the Fort Lucene Mall, Seb. Ooh. Yeah, I'm always shoplifting. I shoplift everything. <laughs> I never yeah. pay for anything Hell at yeah. all. Hell yeah. Malls. Hell yeah, crimes. If she gay, could, do crimes. If, do she crimes. Could lift, if she could lift the whole mall, she would. Whole. I, I could. <laughs> Imagine I can stealing lift it. the whole I just mall. don't because it would be do, too disruptive and it would um, expose my powers. <clears throat> People would know. Yeah. And I'm your host, Charity Barity, your nightmarity, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Charity wow. Barity. Uh, so Night in the Woods is a 2017 video game. Yeah. Uh, Made by an old a couple video of people. game. Old. <laughs> it's a uh, made by a couple of people who've now who've since formed a co-op called the Glory Society. Uh, but we one of the things that factors in late in the game is yeah, spoilers, a, spoilers. <laughs> right, well, right, not really. There's um, there's something myster- there's something mysterious going on in the town, and uh, there may be some cultist stuff involved, and that's yep. why we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some cult stuff. I think what? it'll be a nice spooky topic to lead in with a with a first segment. We could either do a disambiguation or some, list some of our favorites because, um, like, we've um, we, you know, when we did the the zombies and the dragon stuff. We just kind of had like questions and we kind of moved forward from there. Like, it always spun us off into different sections. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, what was the name of their their co op that they started up? Again, the Glory Society. Now that oh, really? sounds like a cult. I oh, wonder yeah. if they did that intentionally. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, if you look at uh, one of the artists who worked on the game, one of the, the designers who worked on the game, Scott Benson, he posts his art on Twitter all the time, and it's all stuff that fit, would fit right into like cult imagery. It's like mm-hmm. a halfway, halfway between hieroglyphics and Richard Scarry. It's like... Yeah, that's uh, kind of the Yes, oh, Richard guys... Scarry, great. Yeah. yeah, did you guys play the... Um... There was like a weird demo thing that they made that wasn't about um, May or any of her friends. Um, that was like, uh, 
weird mythological thing. Oh, no, yeah, I that's either that. the, it's built the, into the, the game. longest night or the other yeah, one. The, it's the longest. <laughs> one of them night, is, I think. One of them it's is. It's the one where you're the character who's going through the wintry woods and yeah. there's some weird shit. One of them is based on the mythology and the other one is the character stargazing. I don't remember the name of either yeah. of them. <laughs> they're they're very interchangeable. A lot of uh, stargazing in the, the game, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's so, I found it interesting that there was something you could miss there. There's a lot um, you can oh. miss. I will probably get into yes. that in the oh, yeah. body of the yeah. episode. Absolutely. There's, some, there's a lot of branching paths. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to, is, is there, is there something that's, I mean, my classic, like, kind of cult thing is, like, I always think of, uh, it's mostly just, they're just straight up lifted from, um, they're straight up lifted from Shadow Over Innsmouth, usually. Oh, yeah. Like, like you yep. go to you go to your H.P. Lovecraft stuff and you're like, uh, well, what does a cult do? It's like they want to summon their dark god. It's like, well, what does their dark god want? It's like, well, it wants incest and fish people, <laughs> in that in that story. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, but in in other stories, they use, they want to they want the summoning through like you know sacrifice or they want the summoning through the creation of a psychic child like in Silent Hill, or they want uh, a vessel to a, a vessel to tie through the body or something like that. Like they, it's always like this creature from beyond the beyond that needs to be tied to earth in some way or will be granted granting powers in that way and uh that i i think that's the kind of the way like i think i think it starts as a, a lovecraft thing but because it gets put in so many other works of media now the people who have never seen like any kind of original depiction of uh dagon or uh, shadow of rinsmith can just go oh yeah it was like that thing i saw in that video game it was like that thing i saw in silent hill or it was like that thing i saw in I don't know, a uh, fucking uh, Conan the Barbarian comic. Like, it's <laughs> it's it's everywhere. Like, you can yeah. say cultists, and you picture a guy in a hood drawing symbols on the ground trying to summon their uh, demonic god, and it's like, I mean, it's not that weird to just uh, have as a cultural reference. If Absolutely. you want to be technical, Uh-oh. a cult is really just any group who worships a specific right. deity. It's all relative, man. I'm going to be Dracula for a second because Seb did Actually, this to me. Perhaps the same could be said of all religions. Oh! Uh, yes! <laughs> Nick just threw a white oh, cult. My favorite cult is the <laughs> cult of Mithras in ancient robe. People. But enough talk. How about, How about you? you? There <laughs> it is. <laughs> um... I'd worship yeah. Dracula. I you, think he seems he's pretty oh, tangible. Yeah? <laughs> he li- he lives forever, right? I, I mean, think, he's yeah, constantly coming back. The, of all the culty things cool. to worship, I think yeah, Dracula's pretty concrete. You'd be like, well, there's his tower. I'm gonna worship him. <laughs> so what <laughs> if he's real or not? Are you, is he gonna help you at all? Dracula can't do anything I mean, to help you. He'll make right? you into a vampire, and then yeah, you'll be immortal, and you'll be able to turn into a bat and shit. Do I could be a thrawn. I could, I could be one of those weirdos. <laughs> that, Dracula has, like, fucking skeleton bartenders in his castle. Like, I could do donor. that. That would be easy. Yeah. I think I, I want to be one donor. of the Medusa heads. <laughs> you, you want to be one of the Medusa heads? Yeah. You're going to fly around in a wavy pattern and knock people off of ridges Just for the rest of the I'll, be, yeah. I'll be the fish man who jumps up and... Fucks up your jump. Here's my. Uh, I want to be a bone to delay. This is my to derail this episode to, by talking about which Castlevania enemy we want to be. <laughs> we'll take the Buzzfeed quiz and we'll be back in five minutes. Thank you. Listeners. Uh, here's the break. So, no, um, but I mean, like, yeah, I, you know, this 
this this kind of thing like comes up it even comes up like we just alluded to in the opening to symphony of the night he's like i was brought here by humans who wished to pay me tribute like a little court fo- cult form- formed around dracula in the meantime in between games because mm. i think it's like that guy is the closest thing to god we're ever going to see like that guy who literally could do magic and turn into animals and uh, cast mist and make a t- castle rise out of the ground with a bunch of demons in it like that's yeah, I think that's it's real definitely, it's definitely a if we pray to him maybe he won't kill us thing and it's like yeah it didn't quite work out but um <laughs> Not exactly. i respect um, the effort yeah uh, you also I, think they probably like threw trash at the belmonts anytime they saw them in the streets <laughs> like fuck you our god doesn't like you <laughs> stop pretty, trying to kill god pretty pretty haired uh belt wearing fucking whip whip carrying assholes um, nick you mentioned S&M it you, you mentioned it earlier but um uh, Silent Hill, strangely, is a, a series that has a lot of cult stuff. Um, one and three in particular, but it's also yeah. fe- it also features oh. in a lot of the other ones. Being so being two. kind of an outsider to the series, and then having just played two, and then going back and playing one and three, I was like, wow, I guess that's a cornerstone of this series that just doesn't right. pop mm-hmm. up in the second game really at all. In the most popular one. Well, yeah, unless you, um, I mean, it does, but only well, yes. it's not important at all. Yes. Like, it's it's not, it doesn't factor into the plot. It's more like background noise in why Silent Hill is so fucked up. Right. Um, yeah. So, and it's, and in my favorite ending, which I did bring up on our episode about the game last year, mm-hmm. uh, the, the extra bonus ending where you can do fucked up cult shit. Uh, now, Silent Hill is a lot about a cult, especially if you're not, if you would only play the second game, it's easy to say, like, well, whatever. No, it's about a town that forms to your specific anxieties yeah. no it's actually about a cult it's weird uh, <laughs> it's weird because that idea is so much more evocative and like right, that's that's right. why two is the fan favorite because like that idea is gold that idea is very mm. good but yeah. i think that i think that when they even <clears throat> when they do the cult stuff i don't think they could do it every time you know yeah like i haven't played four yet but i'm, I'm going to now especially now that it's on pc in a broken version that sucks um <laughs> But uh, now's the time. Like, now's the time. <laughs> I mean, a shitty version came out. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like in in Silent Hill One, right? You're definitely you're not like surrounded by people in robes worshiping this thing. It's like <laughs> it's oh, the cult one already. Old lady they, in a robe. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like they <laughs> they already did it. It went horribly wrong, and most of them died. But the leader is still around, so she's trying to go through with it. And that's that's part of the fun. So you look at Silent Hill and you're like, what happened to this place? It's like, oh, the cult almost got what they wanted. This is most of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, this fucked up place that I'm in right now, this is the cult's fault. And it's like, well, it's not the cult's fault. It's more like they they intentionally did this. Yes. It's, they didn't. <laughs> so it's their fault. Okay. It's the way they wanted. Right, right, right. It's, not, it's not like, I, I, what I mean is that like, this you look at it, it's like this must be the result of some horrible accident. It's like no, not not really. This <laughs> like, this hell dimension. It's some this horrible purposely. It was on purpose. Yeah, and they're like, well, how are we going to fund our cult experiments and dark rituals? And it's like, well, we should sell drugs, and that oh. causes some of the other problems in <laughs> yeah. Silent Hill. Uh, but like this like i do think that it you can get very corny with like you know you can get get into some of the elucidated brethren of the ebon knight stuff with a uh, disc world if you get too too stupid with the way you make your rituals in your cult stuff oh but, that's uh, a good silent call hill, i mean we are silent hill does that. it well oh yeah we did i those those guys are yeah. those guys are great very fun. They, it's a they, great cult. they're all just spiteful people who hate people around them and they're like well if we summon if we summon some horrible being a dragon into our world then then things are going to be different. 
And it's like, it, it, they stop to examine, like, why? Like, only the leader is like, obviously, this will not work out well for anyone but me. <laughs> like, like, what's your plan after your dark god gets summoned into your world? Oh, yeah, that's always the hang-up. And the best thing about the, the cult from Discworld is uh, the uh, rules. Like, I love a cult with right. too many rules where you have to, <laughs> yeah. the password and, like, the way you need to talk to people and address people is really funny. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, um, that's uh, that's it's it's really good. Like uh, the the stupid secret codes, and we saw one in Hack O' Lantern uh, the uh, last week. Yes, we, we our, watched our the movie Hack O' Lantern night. recently. It was um, good. It was good. They did. Uh, <laughs> it was so good. It has it was some good. um a little aside about that movie. That movie has some of the weirdest filler I've ever seen in a movie. There's three distinct instances, all during the same scene, the same long scene at a party, right? Where they're trying to show you what's going on at the party. Mm-hmm. First scene is a, a woman doing a striptease. It's like, okay, I guess it's that kind of party. Second well, scene is a guy just doing this. It's insane. I think it was scene... in a public building, too. <laughs> right. right. It's like in the town hall or something. Yeah. It's a very small town. <laughs> <laughs> you know that lady. It's so and odd. Then, and then, like, on top of that, all right, like, um, uh, then there, a guy just does his stand-up comedy set, like, outside <laughs> to the people smoking. And that's like, good. Outside, I can't outside. believe there aren't more stand-up comedy cults. Like, that's, it fits in so perfectly. <laughs> UCB. Improv, Why don't you start uh, one, Cam? You I make should. a lot of money. Well, I mean, the comparison has been made many times, but improv is basically a yeah. cult. Oh, yeah. Improv troops. is a cult, for sure, yeah. Um, I think that was a, a beat in BoJack Horseman, right? Uh, oh, um, what's his name's character? Um, Todd. Uh, yeah, uh, Todd. Uh, yeah, Aaron Paul's character joins like a uh, improv cruise that is coded as a cult. That, <laughs> that's like season two. Uh, yeah, that I think I agree with that because you you pay money for classes, you have to behave a certain way, and everyone hangs out and like drinks together after the shows, and you're you're rising in level. And shit. Yeah. And you... It's a Scientology light. I totally agree. Yeah, Scientology light is the, the UCB cult, which is now, yikes, taking a, a huge dive. Yeah. Like a couple of years ago, it was doing so well, and now it's like a fucking disaster. Uh-huh. Right. The the four people who started it made a lot of money, and then they uh, went, uh, see ya, bye, and just bye. split with, a, with like the money falling out of their pockets and their suitcase <laughs> along the way, and then the, the building collapses behind them. Listen, we're all trying out. It's fine. <laughs> Me to Tahiti. Yikes. <laughs> um, you guys are all talking about um, fake cults. Um, I've been watching a lot of stuff about real cults. Oh, no. Right. Well, UCB are you going to talk about Heaven's Gate? Cult, go ahead. Huh? Are you there talk used about to Heaven's be real Gate? cults? Is that what you said? No, UCB was a, a real we cult. We were talking like, about That improv. was the improv thing. Was yeah, UCB. Real. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Upright Citizens Brigade, Seb. It's a stand-up comedy thing. It's, uh, or an improv. It has yeah. all the markings at, of a cult. Uh, it's just a bunch of people who wanted to, you know, be funny and do live show comedians, but instead they got fleeced for lots of money. You pay to do classes and you rise yeah. in rank and shit. But we don't. We're, this is not the UCB cast. That, there's plenty of other podcasts about yeah. that. Well, th- there there's, are um, lots of other podcasts. There's a really infamous <laughs> one right Improv now that, for humans. <laughs> that just recently had this whole thing go down called Nixium. N X I V M. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That one has a big court case going on right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, um, oh, and there were big famous actors in it, too, that were, like, recruiting. So, basically, you would take um, 
seminars for like professional development or something like that and then they would groom you and recruit you into this whole multi-level marketing scheme but then that would be a front for recruiting for the secret society where they would brand women and sell them into sexual slavery <laughs> that is a thing mm, that oh is still That's happening awful. right now that is real jesus um, yikes yeah there's a lot of shit like that like cults are like actually a real thing yeah cults might just um, be when you try and brand your criminal activity into a club and then it, then it becomes a cult i guess like when you try and yeah, legitimize but it, it's also yeah you legitimize it and then people will like like the leader will kind of brand themselves as some kind of like they will brand themselves as prophets and shit like that that's not mm. like an over uh exaggeration or mm. anything um oh um but... now I, I just remembered something so we were trying to all come up with examples that we wanted to talk about if you want to move into that but um, yeah. as of cults, cults and media, I just remembered I've been obsessed with uh, the Amazon Prime show The Boys recently, as mm. all of us know recording the show. He but there loves is those a, boys. I love those boys. And they in this season, they introduced a cult of some kind. I don't know if it's in the comics. Maybe Nick can clarify this. but Not uh, really. It's not, not in the comics in that same way. Okay. I think it's like mentioned offhandedly but it's not like it's a, like it's they, a had, big they had too much yelling season. at George Bush to get out and they didn't have enough time to yell at Scientology <laughs> as well. Uh, yes, they really lead into the Scientology thing. So one of the guys so a business basically owns the Justice League and one of the guys is a shithead so he gets kicked out of the Justice League and then a cult picks him up like, "Hey, we'll help you get back into the Justice League. We'll help you fix your life." And their whole thing is It's funny is, because Go ahead, Nick. The sci- Scientology usually works the other way around. They look for someone big who's all who is on top of things to recruit. They don't mm. it, like actual cults tend to look for people who are. I mean, I shouldn't say actual cults and Scientology is separate <laughs> because that's not true. But, um, but most uh, cults but, like, tend to look for vulnerable people. Yeah, they tend well, to look he was for people very who are down on their luck. But, but um, Scientology is a lot closer to. Um, a lot closer to like a fucking timeshare scam or something that they want somebody who already has money because that makes it a lot easier to fleece stuff out of them. Actually, there was a, um, what was the, what was the name of that movie we watched? Uh, Oh, it was Bowfinger. Uh, Bowfinger has a really funny version of Scientology in it. Uh, it's a, it's an old, older movie with uh, Steve Martin. Uh, and they, the, the star they want to get to be in their low budget movie is like being completely fleeced by a version of Scientology. Like, uh, but like you know, it's it's very hard to make fun of Scientology in your film or whatever, because uh, because they are so litigious and because they're so ingrained in Hollywood. And that's another yeah. thing that is very right. Right. Uh, right. Who's it? Was Tom Hanks in it? Uh, you're thinking of Cruise. Tom <laughs> Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yep. <laughs> no, but if you want to talk Sorry. Tom Hanks and cults, there's a very popular Yikes. horrible theory going around right now. What's that? He is. Uh, he he is went part to Cruise for no reason. Satanic. Uh, Wait, really? <laughs> cult, yeah. So is he the QAnon shit? They think he's part of a satanic uh, Dude. cult that drinks the, the adrenochrome of young children, and <laughs> it's like you know they instead of the real pedophile cult that God. does exist, they they invented a fake one to and put Tom Hanks <laughs> Tom Hanks in it. Yeah, that's the thing is, as somebody who also knows about Satanism, like actual Satanism, I'm like they don't do any of that. Like they use yeah, Satan better as than a that. figurehead. They no, it's, yeah, it's they literally are. They it's use him as like a. Never got over the satanic panic. 
They, they, yeah. all, they all the old enemies. It's always it's either you know if you grow to be a certain age and you were from that generation, it's the two things from that era, right? If you are grow up and you grow up to be a lib, it's Russia. They still think that they're fighting the Cold War. And mm-hmm. if you grow up to be a conservative, then they think it's fucking the fucking satanic panic. They just never got over those things. Wow. Yeah. Like Levian Satanism uses <laughs> Satan as like a symbol. They don't Absolutely. actually believe that Satan exists. And that's the majority of like Satanists. Yeah, listen, Levian every Satanism. actor you like is a pedophile. Like whether you, you know, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. It's that's just it. <laughs> every yeah. single one. But anyway, getting guys, back. Even Kyle the was on the okay. back to the back This another I, this is another pod. Um I have one more That's a cult. <laughs> one more thing I I want to shout out. Um uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, video game Dusk, which frames itself around a lot of cool cult stuff. Mm. Um, uh, most of the enemies by volume that you kill are cool cultists, um, and it's just kind of uses it as a, as a framing. Um, the uh, like the final boss is kind of a Lovecraftian thing. You fight like their approximation of Nyarlathotep, and it's very cool. Uh, but uh, like all of it is culty stuff and it just it just really likes it plays in a lot of those aesthetics which is very cool um can takes we... a lot of influence from blood a game that does a similar thing can we talk uh, about pokemon okay were you going to talk about team galactic there's team galactic and then there's um there's team phasma who's team phasma. also or plasma. Plasma. and there's plasma, plasma. Uh, phasma is and the there's... um <laughs> new the new trilogy star yeah, wars right, right, right. character so they 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 kind of did cults three times in a row because aqua and magma are sort of that way and then yeah. diamond and pearl is also they're just like i only way. want and then, land and then plasma everything must be land way. so like yeah. they do cults like three times in a row in pokemon in terms of generations yeah but i think the one that does it the best is plasma well, the one you were going to talk about no right? i was going to talk about team magma and team aqua. okay well uh, yeah team magma and aqua they have the aesthetic down where all the members have to wear like the specific uniform and the magma guys even wear hoods yeah and then you know doing doing a ritual at a volcano is very good i like that that's in terms of aesthetics yeah they're trying to raise their pokemon god right um, i think they know i think they know which one has the better imagery because in emerald where they want both to be the villain aqua and magma magma is still like the main bad guy like you still have the climax of the volcano Mm -hmm. that's Uh, true um, but of course, the I think it's very stupid that these two groups are competing against each other because it's like so obvious that, that if they're both successful, Kyogre wipes the floor with Groudon. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, the world I, will be I, covered in water. Um, absolutely. I, I read somewhere that um, this like the conflict in Gen Three was at, was based off like an actual like uh, Japanese like political struggle between hmm, people really? who wanted to. Um, people who wanted to reclaim ocean, like to build more city, oh, uh, and okay. people who wanted to keep the ocean as it was. Wow. Um, I, I don't know That's how interesting. Uh, well-founded that is, but like, it's, I mean, it's, a, cool, it's like a cool it idea. Yeah. yeah, A lot of people who can read a little bit of Japanese tend to make stuff up to people That's who true. can't. Well, no, that actually sounds plausible to me it, because yeah, that, I mean, it sounds like it tracks. ocean is a thing, especially, I, yeah. especially since they're always looking for ways to, you know, uh, increase you know, population capacity. Yeah. Um, Especially yeah. in Japan. So it it tracks to me. I like it. Yeah. I like that idea. And China's doing a lot of that um, uh, ocean reclamation to expand their boundaries right now, actually. And, oh, if you um, want to talk good... Create bases out of um, Cult islands. media. Um, the, the movie, I don't know if anyone else has seen it, The Void is very, yeah. very good. It was I know a lot about almost The Void from hospital, World of Warcraft. Right? I've only heard yes. about The Noid. Well, this, Alex, you're going to be surprised, is very different. So, Oh, no! <laughs> this is a movie about a cult that traps people 
like five people in a hospital. Like it's a horror movie I watched last year. I really enjoyed it. It was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it is. Maybe it was. Maybe it was uh, I think Amazon. It still is. But um, very good. It's it's uh, literally hooded figures uh, murdering people outside of a, um, hmm. a hospital. Very cool. good movie. Quite what do you guys think it. about the Masons? They're good. They're good. Uh, you I like, like the Masons? I like okay, their jars. The Masons are a bunch of guys who were like, "What if I had an excuse to get away from my wife and a place to smoke cigars and play pool?" And talk about titties. And, like, they, they built an entire building for that. They yeah. drew, ra- made a secret code. They printed monogram jackets. They did all this. They just get so they closer parking sit. spots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we're talking cults, we got to talk stonecutters. You want to talk cutters. about stonecutters? Oh. Yeah, stone stonecutters is basically the Masons combined with what people think about the Illuminati. Yes. Yeah. This is, or the, uh, the Rosicrucian the order. Or right. the, um, what is the golden, golden, fuck. Golden cross? The golden pig? No. But yeah, anyway, the stone stonecutters now that's a cult I can get behind. They, yes. They it's one Simpsons episode that I personally that would have been my like uh Mod Flanders dying. Like it's such a universe breaking episode. And then they never come back to it. Yeah, what season is that? Well, cuz it gets It's really early. Well, oh, yeah, it's also yeah, it's also uh, they play it off more. It's it's more yeah, it's season that season seven is, well, uh, they, is the Stonecutters episode. They it's become called Homer the, the No Great. Homers Club, but then what what happens to them? They don't go away. They they right? sit around and drink beer. That's the, it's, <laughs> they become the Masons. They do that joke because yeah. that's oh, what they're like. Order of the Golden and Rosy Cross. That is what I was thinking of. Um, but like, but the thing with um, they keep it's like a, a 1700s, I think. Yeah, 1750s. It's when like all these people started discovering like, um, or the Europeans started stealing egyptian and greek shit and they're like Uh, there's like an ancient truth and (laughs) i'm gonna figure it out and there's alchemy what if the pyramid was upside down yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) this is a cult built around the mario odyssey level toast arena (laughs) oh god i'm gonna go play mario odyssey i miss it so much (laughs) Go back to our roots as a podcast and play Mario Odyssey. <laughs> it's weird that that's oh, so you so had to be a master to mason to be in the Order of the Rosy Cross. Do you think but, you have to be named Mason to be a member? I'm uh, pretty sure. I'm not in it, and I'm not named Mason. Yeah, that's so. true. We should yeah, get a Mason. Me neither. If My mom mason was in the in the little girls version of the Masons. The Girl Scouts? No. No. Uh, no the Boy it was the Rainbow Girls or something like that. Which? <laughs> why didn't she turn out gay? I don't know. At least I'm alive. <laughs> that, uh, I didn't think it, it, uh, it skipped a generation. Was it the Rainbow Girls? <laughs> so, um, I had a, I had another example. Oh, uh, there's the there's the cult in um, there's the cult in uh, fucking RE4, right? Uh, they, oh, yeah. they, they're another uh, one. Los oh, Illuminados. Yeah. Los Illuminados, and they they're another one that's like, um, it's funny that they're vaguely Spanish. It's like, uh, all right, we're somewhere in Europe now. <laughs> not Spain. Yeah. Los, not Spain. Probably, maybe Portugal. Who knows? Well, they, listen, you can't be killing a bunch of Americans in a video game. <laughs> that would be hurtful. Uh, well, okay, but they're all like they're all in a cult and they worship like the weird parasites that are growing out of people, which yeah, is again like that's tangible. Like people are getting weird superpowers from them. Maybe not everybody yeah. does. Let me inject like, this in your eye or whatever. Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> the only thing I would find weird is being uh, uh, ruled over by a weird Napoleon guy. He's only 20 mm. years old. <laughs> I'm so is that right? Yeah. I There's am only one 20 years old. Yeah. Oh, the there hell? you go. Yeah. I've sent my right hand to dispose of you. Your right hand comes off? 
<laughs> Can we just watch Resident Evil 4 uh, cutscenes for the rest of the episode? <laughs> Oh, all of us have played it, but I would love it's an funny, excuse to talk about it's it. Funny that the, um, it's funny that the the cult, right? Um, the, you know, the whole time you're dealing with, like, you're dealing with the actual zombies and the monsters they create, but the cult enemies themselves don't start showing up until you get into the fucking amusement park castle level. Yeah. Uh, bizarre, and, yeah. And the cultists are ones that have more, they're, they're like more buying into it. The other people have just kind of got infected because they drank the wrong water or whatever. But these guys are the true believers. They actually have parasites in their heads. They have the they have the flesh blades grown out of their yeah. necks. You can tell because like they, they, they gave them the uh, crossbows. Right. <laughs> they're, they're allowed to have those. Everyone else is fighting with farm implements and these yeah, guys are like fucking, fucking shooting dorks. both of you. There's the one, there's those two guys who drive the weird like wheat thresher at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That game is good. I'm remembering that scene now and I can't not laugh thinking about it. But anyway, um the the final bad guy of the game, Sadler, is like the cult leader as opposed to the Napoleon guy who's been talking to you on the comms. He, he just owns the castle. Mister yeah, Mister. he just owns the castle. He's like, It's my castle, they pay rent. <laughs> I don't think our listeners have played RE4. I'm going to take a limb. You, if you, you have, his, his impression is on. <laughs> If you haven't played RE4, that's what the villain sounds like. Don't look up anything else. <laughs> it's on every platform. It's like saying, oh, I don't think our listeners have played Tetris or right. Doom. If you own a video game console, you should try it out. It's pretty good. Is that, Even um, if you don't, they, it's probably on your computer or whatever. You probably already own it and you don't know. It's true. You can play <laughs> it the... on Facebook? What? <laughs> you can play Farmville, Tetris, or RE4. <laughs> <laughs> Is that um, fake uh, sea monster part of the cult? Um, sure, why I think, they, I, I they, think... They, they probably feed dudes to <laughs> it. I'm kind of with Seb. Sure, yeah. why not? I'm pretty sure they yeah. do. Why not? Normally, sure. if there's a giant sea monster, it's part of a cult of some yeah. sort. Yeah. What is it? Not part? Of, did it say it's not part of the cult? No. I, they, yeah. <laughs> As a general. Oh, boy. They are part of a cult. But the um, the Halloween movies have quite a cult involved that comes up late in the, the, the uh, series. Late, late in the sequels, yes. I think it might be five. I think four is still untainted, but Michael gets revived by a witch doctor of sorts. And then, mm. uh, and I'm sure they're very sen- racially sensitive with the witch doctor. Uh, I actually title. think they are. I, I might be um, implying that or oh, inferring right. the term witch doctor. Okay. Uh, it's a weird guy. It's just a doctor who happened to be a witch. <laughs> I say any, well, any guy who brings a, a guy back to life in the woods is a witch doctor in my book. <laughs> okay. But, Has anybody um, tried to do like a sandwich concept called witch doctor? I know there's witch witch. Oh, but that's the, pretty good. If, if there's like a specific guy who's the the witch doctor, doctor who makes Wicca? good sandwiches, that's pretty funny. I think that you could probably make that work. Yeah. Um, Alex, you and I have played Near Automata, correct? Uh yes. Hey, I so played that. Ga- that's a robot. This is a cult. game. Yeah, this. Yeah, there's a robot cult in that game. The oh, really I cool one that. that has one of the best songs in the game. Uh, yeah, it's the one where you fight you know, in the car- carnival. About- no, no, no. Um, they're great. I love that. But that, I, I wouldn't consider them a cult. I'm yeah, talking the, about the uh, become, become as gods. As gods. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those become guys. As... Yeah, the forest people also worship uh, Baby, which is right. similar. Yeah. But, yes. Yeah. Right. They're, they're more like a regular baby. monarchy. Oh, and, and yeah, that's somehow true. the robots <laughs> manage to have sex and then create mm, Baby. They love it. Even though it's they aren't really having it sex. It's very strange. I, don't, hey, I, don't, I still don't understand how that happened. I am pretty confident if you try long enough, you'll figure it out. It's true. Still working um, on so, it. So, so in Near Automata, 
they've got a suicide cult that they're like, our leader is the coolest and the strongest because he died, and we don't know how to do that. Oh. And it, when he died, he became as gods, and we will all be- become as gods. And they start mm. glowing red and singing, and then the best song in the game kicks in. It's so good. It's and true. it's like, it's it's a little eerie the whole time. Like, the whole time you meet, you're meet you when you meet machines that are different from you as androids because uh, they don't have their titties out. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Way less appealing. Like, <laughs> if so only you were wrong. Them. They meet the machines. And, Desperate um, to prove Nick wrong, but he's right. <laughs> you can't do They're it. also not a uh, cute small boy. Uh, oh, yeah. He has his titties out. Like to, he does have, Okay, he does have his titties out. You're right, you're right, you're right. You can't stop him, Seb. He's right. They, they all have titties out. Okay, you're right. So, anyway, these machines, you've been meeting them. Most of the ones you meet are hostile, but a lot of them are friendly. So when you get brought into this area and they're talking to you like normal, you're like, okay, is this a is this a helpful area or is this a combat area? And they're like leading you through this like basically entire cult nation of of robots who are taking up uh it's like a what is this like a it's like an oil processing it's facility a factory or something. Of some kind, it's yeah. a factory of some kind. Um and they're like, let us show you to our our leader, our fearless leader, and and you get to him and he's dead, and you're like, uh, <laughs> you gonna you gotta tell us something about this? And they're like, well, he's dead, so he's he's the coolest and strongest. Being dead is the best thing you can be. He's ascended, and, like, and you're like, oh, okay, you got right. something else to tell us? Are we gonna work out this trade deal? Or and they're like, you you will also be dead like us. Don't and you you're going be to become his gods. Don't you want to become his dad? And then it's like, all right, the doors have locked behind you, and we're way in deep. We got to fight our way out. And it's a, it's a very, it's a very. You're cool helping area. them, actually. Yeah, you're helping. Yeah, yeah, you're, it's, it's good. They like yeah, it. They want to they, they die. Love it. It's fine. Good game. Though. Then why don't they just good stand game. there and let you kill them? Or is it like a Valhalla situation? Because <laughs> they, they want to help you. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, they want to help so, you be dead. Right. Okay, right. I understand. So. Um, I, I think we've we've uh, we've gone yeah, all over the place we, with this, but we said the fi- we said the final word on cults. I don't think there's any more we so. can add. I think they're we've covered fine. every one of them. I think they're all good. And yeah, don't worry we about will it. We'll be back after yeah. this break to mm. talk some night in the. We're woods. all gonna have a sip of this drink that Nick made us, and we'll be back That's in right. a little bit. Uh, as they like to say, we'll all be drinking the Kool Aid, and then we'll be right back yeah, in Nick the glorious kingdom nice of Kool-Aid. podcasts. <laughs> Please check we'll back. Be ascending. The second yeah, there you go. <laughs> we will become as God. like men, you won't be treated fair, 
Well, you ain't men to that coal company. Your equipment, like a shovel, a gondola car, a hunk of wood brake. They'll use you till you wear out or you break down or you're buried under a slate fall, and then they'll get a new one. And they don't care what color it is or where it comes from. It doesn't matter how much coal you can load or how long your family has lived on this land. If you stand alone, you're just so much shit to those people. Well, I know that you all are brave men, and I know you could shoot it out with the company if you had to. But the coal company don't want this union. The state government don't want it. The federal government don't want it. And they're all of them just waiting for an excuse to come down and crush us to nothing. Fellas, we're in a hole full of coal gas here. The tiniest spark at the wrong time is going to be the end of it. So we got to pick away at this situation slow and careful. We got to organize and build support. We got to work together, together, till they can't get their coal out of the ground without us because we're a union. Because we're the workers, damn it, and we take care of each other. How can we shut the mines down if we don't dine them? The men walk out. All of them. Oh, oh that's a good that the is game a good night segue. in the woods is welcome uh, back listeners <laughs> to to our night in the woods episode oh. seb you were the one who brought this topic to us can you tell us why you chose it and give us a little bit of what a summary is this game what's going on so this game is a game i really like um it's kind of a platformer kind of ish thing like the, you're not really purposely platforming really it's yeah, just it's kind of like you're going through the game life. Yeah. When it's more of a narrative thing. Yeah, it's, it's like a classify. narrative platformer. Like, if if a 2D game was a walking simulator, I think this might be it. Yeah. But I it's also, it, it, like, not boring. It brushes up against walking simulator and visual novel a little bit, while yeah. also having the trappings of a platformer. Yeah, and you can make some of your own choices, too. Like platformer is such... Yeah. I don't want to uh, derail right, you're this not, further, you're but not it's jumping. not a platformer. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not... Yeah, there's no... You can do uh, platforming. You can jump you, on things. Yeah, you like, can you jump platform. on platforms, but you are not... Okay. Yeah, it's not a skill-based thing yeah. like you'd picture. There's a, a low-stakes platforming segment in one of the optional sections. Yeah. You walk fun. around and you talk to your friends and family in a mm-hmm. town. Yes, yeah, it's a much. side scroller. I guess that's more fitting jump. to say than it is. Narrative side scroller. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, sure. So, it is a narrative side scroller um, where um, it's got this really cute, cartoony um, like style where everyone is an anthropomorphic animal and they're they're just hieroglyphics really crossed with Richard Scarry is what I used to describe it. The first yeah, time. it's, it's a little bit Richard, Richard Scarry-ish. Um, which is and, why we're doing uh, it for our Halloween segment. It's very scary. <laughs> it's right. Richard um, Scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's even got the worm, the worm in the shoe. Um, 
It doesn't. Uh, matter. Um, unfortunately, he drives the. Yeah, so you play. It's terrifying. Yeah, no, it's an Apple helicopter. And a car. Um. This yeah. Monster. Um. <laughs> Jail so Richard you play Scary's as... worm guy. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> All right, you you play as this um, this character who's a cat, um, which isn't really important. They don't really make a deal out of anybody being an animal. They're, it's they're, just an aesthetic just choice. Yeah, they're... it doesn't um, it doesn't really yeah. even even factor in in like a metaphor sense, really, because none of no, them act like the kind of animals aesthetic. they are, really. Or if yeah. it's, right. it's not like just an this... irony thing that one of them is a certain animal. It's just because they look cool. Right, yeah, like when um, nice. if you if you read the book like Black Sad, right, the uh, the, mm-hmm. the comics, right, they they have anthropomorphic animal people. Also like turned that. into a video game. And yeah, right, that did get turned into a Telltale video game, hmm. or like Telltale style video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, you know, when the characters get pissed off, they'll have animal tendencies. You know, they don't, they're not, they don't, they aren't the animal exactly, but they still have those animal traits. Or like you know, fucking Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, right? like May. May he'll like, I think he'll she like ruffle his feathers the way a duck does when he's like shaken up or something yeah there is none of that in this game because that's not what it's about you know yeah. the, they don't have may doesn't like rear up on her legs when she's no. pissed off or or like hiss or anything like that uh she's she's There's just also a person who is walking around the town and like right yeah. and they're yeah. they're distinctly different cats, and cats, um yeah right and there's also right. rats and, and there's yeah it's a goofy pluto situation yeah, yeah absolutely it's... that's the best way to describe it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah right um so you play as may um and she has just returned home to her family um, and her hometown after being away at college for two years. Um, and so she she dropped out, um, and she's trying to reconnect with some of her friends there, um, only to find that a lot of them have kind of moved on without her. Um, everyone's an adult now, and mm-hmm. she um, has kind of not moved on, even though um, yes. you're, you're kind of presented with something happened at college and that's kind of why she came back and it's kind of vague for a while um as to what happened um but anyway so you go on these hijinks with her and her friends um you explore the town a lot um over the course of the fall um there's like a halloween segment everything's coming up to what's called longest night which i believe might be winter solstice yeah um, november yeah. 21st yeah that tracks yeah i don't know well um well they do it late december earlier. 21st is Doesn't is matter. Yeah, it's, oh, like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a it's Halloween kind of... stand-in, but also... Well, no, Longest to... Night is, is different. No, Halloween's the... real. Post-Halloween, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the religious stuff is different than it is in our world, but Halloween is the same. Yeah, they do have Halloween like a church in all stand-in. Universes. Um, <laughs> which, um, it's a constant. Yeah, so you go on all these hijinks, try to reconnect with her friends. Um, you know, they all kind of uh, talk about growing up and moving on, and um, you kind of move through this other story where there's like you guys find an arm in the road that's actually pretty early in the game um <laughs> and that's kind of, so, I remembered it. it's kind of yeah, the hook so, for the other part of scheme uh yeah. it kind of tips its hand that it's not just a, a personal character story there's a little bit yeah, more going on. right there's something going on in the town it's weird um how far did y'all all you guys get I think I, we're gonna I, spoil the whole thing. I, I would like to yeah. talk about the ending. Okay. I saw the end. I, 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 I made about... it. I made it all the way to the end of everything. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so in the, the chapter end... called "The End of Everything." Yeah. Oh. Um, so, so in <laughs> the but end, that, but that is the that is the last one. I, I got it. I got to the last chapter yeah. and, and like did did there. It so. it ends up there's these old fuckers who are in a cult, 
yeah, are, all of the I boomers guess. are upset. Yeah, they're trying town to keep the dead. town alive or something Yikes. like that in this weird cultish way and sacrificing people to the void or something like that. Um, and the reason is because, or not, it's kind of because this town is falling apart. This town yes. is um, coded as kind of a, I don't there know, maybe some, a West Virginia yeah, like mining a, town a, or something like that. Yeah, it's a like mining that. town. Yeah. Explicitly, um, yeah. There are and, lots of towns like this in America. Yes. The mine has closed down. Like um, then there was a glass factory. The glass factory closed down, and now everyone is kind of struggling because there aren't really any jobs outside of the supermarket or the um, the hardware the store. Falcon. The snack Yeah, I, I think we'll definitely talk about it, but it, it's really interesting to me that the cult crops up as a way to cope with, or as, as a way to make sense of the fact that the country has abandoned these people. Yes. Right. In a sense. Um, so it's very, like, so when you look into it, it, there's, like, a mythology and everything, and you're not really in America, but it's definitely an American mining right. town. Right, yeah, it's an an, it's an um, analog. Yes. Um, and I really kind of connected with this game because it came out not too long after I was out of college. It was maybe, like, a year, year and a half. Yeah, 2017 um, couple, was the year I graduated. Years, yeah, okay, so two years after I was in college, this came out. And mm. I kind of felt like, like, I was working at AC Moore, I felt like, and nobody i felt like i wasn't going anywhere with my life um and i really kind of connected with this game because it like you can see parallels even though we aren't a mining town in in our area um, yes we, we live in a nicer place but there we are live some in a nicer place but there is some parallels yeah there are mm-hmm. there's like one or two industries and they're both linked which is the military industrial complex and the navy um Money's and if we lost those, those though huh uh, yeah yeah, uh, unfortunately, we're future-proofed in that way. But, yes. I mean, we just had a big, we had a big, big thing that is exactly like what happens in this game. And if we weren't propped up by the military-industrial complex, then Pfizer leaving would have done what happens to this town yes. That's true. to us. Yeah, Pfizer is still Pfizer, kind of here, but they moved all their manufacturing elsewhere. Right. So um, our our county was at the center of a Supreme Court case. Holy mm-hmm. shit, That's a true. Supreme Court case. Wow. To get, to basically take regular people's houses and land right and give it to pfizer yep to it with the it, with the uh intent that pfizer was going to get provide value to the community um, but like that good... was the that was the idea that the courts had but pfizer didn't even say they were going to do that they didn't even say <laughs> yeah. we are going to provide value to the community they're just like if you do this we'll be there and yeah. they and now they're not even that yeah that's right a good like, 25% like, of the um... <laughs> now they're not there the neighborhood that i grew up in um, was directly next to the Pfizer research and manufacturing facility. Um, it was like right sandwiched in between like the riverside and the research. And then on the other side was the golf course. Um, they started yes. buying up houses in my neighborhood and tearing them down for a buffer zone. Um, I don't know if their intent was ever to buy up everybody um, and expand if they had, you know, the resources, money, you know, want to. But half of my neighborhood like i remember there being so many more houses they're gone all gone and actually friend of the show um andrew i think he said that his grandparents house which is in that neighborhood has been bought by pfizer but it was under an agreement that they would live there until they die and then pfizer would get the property Um, which i know there's a couple other people um in that neighborhood Uh, i know mrs dempsey um down the street from me 
yeah, for anyone who, who doesn't live near us or get all of our hyper-local stuff, this is something that we can relate to as people who live yes. in a small town. And right. um, there was also... We're not exactly um, 100% there, but we're, we understand this. And so many people yeah. in America, even if you don't live in a town like this, you know one like this. You yeah, drive through um, it on the, way to, on the way to somewhere else. Yeah, 10, 15 years ago, um, there was a plan. They, there was um, a possibility that the sub-base here was going to close. Um, they, they made like a, a short list of like, which, or the Congress made a short list of which bases they were going to close, um, across America. Um, and our, ours kind of appeared on there. Um, but they struck it off, but there was this big campaign because if the sub base was gone, we were fucked because we're fucked, that brought yeah. in so many people and so much business. Like we have a huge, um, Navy base here. And that we're would the also kind of submarine capital of the world. We literally yeah. are. If anyone listening um, doesn't know where we live, uh, now yeah. you'll be able to Google it. That's it. Who yeah. cares? Um, the thing is, kill us. And, go and ahead. the thing is, listeners, we don't even like that stuff. We're no. not like, oh, we're, we're not like. But if it leaves, like, oh we're man, fucked. the jobs those have are so good. I, me and Alex we love those work jobs there. so much. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like um, anybody in the mining town liked getting black lung. Or That's like it be working they, in a like mine. The only way they could live. Okay. Yeah, it Let's was. not generalize. Some of them might like it. <laughs> I fucking love having lung cancer. Um, um, so, I love getting paid so, in company script. Do we want to break down what exactly you, you do in this game? Because it's, it's well, interestingly structured, I think. Yeah, but, yeah go ahead. Uh, yeah, yes. I actually really like it. It's yeah, mostly you, a... Do you want, you, yeah, do you mind if I... Yeah, go ahead. Actually, yeah. Yeah, it's Um it's you're you pretty much go through like days like you would in uh this struck me as a very visual novel setup where mm-hmm. a lot of those kinds of games you um or at least the ones i've played are broken down into days where you do kind of the same thing in like a traditional a little visual bit of novel, a persona be, thing maybe yeah you'd be doing like a persona or something like that where you go to school and you do a routine mm-hmm. uh this is kind of that where you you know you wake up you talk to your friends, you do as much optional stuff as you want to do, and then you end the day by picking one of your friends to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's one choice, sometimes you pick between a couple of people. Oh, um, and um, can we introduce uh, our friends? Yeah, oh, yeah. please do. Yeah. Good idea. Uh, do, you want to, do you want to break them down? Yeah, okay, so of course there's May. She's a cat, she's a... Um... That's you. She's a college... Yeah, that's Troublemaker. you, you play as her. You're a playable character, she's a but troublemaker. she's not you. She's a punk. You can't control everything she does you play uh, as her she yeah you play as her but yeah like, she'll say shit you and you're you just like what the fuck you don't man? get you don't get paragon or renegade choices or anything <laughs> yes like it's not um, may <laughs> may is may and you could guide her along a little bit but she's always going to act a certain way yeah well um, i i hate to stop us again but oh, the, a really cool thing about this game is that you get to um, choose some dialogue options for May. Oh right. yeah, and but May. She's but always all of a them snarky bitch. To her. I mean, not a bitch. Right? Like yeah, a they punk don't often. Kid. I I was curious on how much they you guys whatever you played how much it changed your outcome. But it's, I think it's, I like I think it's pretty surface level. But you get the mm-hmm. idea that you're crafting your character, which is right. enough. Yeah. Like, yes. you, like the you, other you, characters will react to you. A certain yeah, way, you take you take ownership yeah. of the person because you got to choose what she said a couple times, yeah. which is right. Um, the, uh, the point of that. Yeah, so well, yeah, it's not um, crazy, but it's it's. I like that they let you choose what yes. she says, and it, the options are usually pretty interesting, mm-hmm. whether they're groundbreaking or not. They're they're yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. So, um, you have your um, former best friend who you're trying to reconnect with, um, and there's a lot of like nostalgia and sentimentality and kind of like heartbreak there for a little while until you kind of reconnect with her. Um, there's B, 
um, B E A, and they call She's themselves an May and B. They're maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an al- she's a goth alligator um, who works at the hardware store um, and is kind of kind of taking care of her dad. Her dad doesn't do a lot anymore. Um, you know, yeah, not, and she's kind of in a dead much, end situation, and it sucks. Pretty for much her. nobody in this game has a good home life. Uh, yeah. so right. a lot of that stuff unfolds, uh, yeah. but that's very well observed too. I think. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of the one who's kind of like. Oh, May is still a kid, and I have to live life, and I don't have time for her. Yeah, she and... she has a lot of resentment there, and then yeah, you know, as her character arc kind of unfolds. Yeah, she get, is jealous see... that she got yeah. that May got to go to college and wasted it, um, right? And, and dropped out um, while she's here stuck. Like she can't go to college because she doesn't have money, and she has to take care of her dad um, after her right. mom died. She's stuck in the um, right. But uh, yeah. May and V were very close as mm-hmm. kids, like as young kids. Yeah. And uh, that's something that comes back a lot when they talk about, like, what they remember. Yeah. Because May and Greg, our next friend, uh, they hung out more as shitty teenagers. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, and that's a, they, different, they were... it's a different kind of friendship, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah, right. And oh, Greg, really Greg is a tiny fox, and I love him. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's definitely, like, a wacky random kind of character, he's, but in he's a way a, that's a, a little wacky, bit more palatable. In a, in a good way. Yeah. They do yeah. him well. Yeah, and he's, he's great. He's kind of an enabler for May. Um, he works at the Snack Falcon, which is their version of, like, a 7-Eleven there. Yes. Um, and he just fucking leaves his job anytime he feels like it to go hang out with May. Um, because he doesn't give a fuck. We uh, never see his boss or anything. I mean, I, this no. is a tangent we don't need to go on, but he just leaves his, his job. Is yeah, he doesn't care. Um, so she's kind of a, a little bit obsessed with Greg because Greg is, she thinks Greg is so cool and... Um, they get to hang out. He's got out like a biker they jacket. They do crimes. Yeah, yeah he's got a, a leather jacket, and they quote do crimes like yeah. go smash. He knows glass how to pick locks. Lot. Yeah, he knows yeah. how to pick locks. Um, and he lives with his boyfriend Angus, who's a bear, um, who's the third friend. Um, and yeah, he's kind and of this quiet guy. And I like um, not not to bring us to a halt again, but mm-hmm. I, I really I like Angus as a um, a character who's like. Uh, not who's like your friend because you're near them like you, you uh, may doesn't really know much about angus at the beginning and you yeah can kind of it's your, spend yeah. Time it's your with friend's them. significant other we've right. all been through that yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah and it, they, they I, become a little bit closer as they they get yeah there. you um, get a couple yeah. choices to spend time with him and it, it's interesting to yeah, he's to cool. see that dynamic he works at the well. tech shop like he fixes mm-hmm. computers and he actually fixes May's computer once. And wait, it's, doesn't he work at the video store? Yeah, it's the video. It's store. like a video and okay, he works at the video I, store, I, but he also it's does like computers. the game exchange yeah. here, where <laughs> yeah. they do everything. Yeah, um, he he also knows computers and actually there's he um, does machines. He he fixes May's computer once or twice and. I, I just look at May's computer the first time you open it up. I'm like, what the fuck did you do to this thing? Yeah. So oh, you can actually go onto her laptop and it's so filled with viruses. And I'm like, it's what all did porn you do? viruses. And that's yeah. like a, a, yeah. a story plot. She's like, oh, God, I have to tell someone that I have all these porn viruses. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, funny. But yeah, so Angus funny. ends up fixing her, her laptop for her. Um, so those um, are your like three main friends. But then there's all these townspeople. Yeah. Um, oh, and you have folks. a band with them, and, and you can do a mini game where you can play like Guitar Hero. <laughs> you play rock <laughs> band. Awful at it. Um, it rocks. Yeah, there's a bunch of other um, townspeople who you meet, and you get to know them, and they all have their own little personalities. There's like. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I have some favorites. So I'll probably, probably yeah. camp out on some of There's, those um, uh, later. Your, your mom works at the church, which was another thing that I was like, what the fuck? Is this my life? Um, <laughs> because I felt like I kind Does of felt like my mom did work at the church. Oh, okay. um, there was a uh, She left a couple years ago, um, but she did work at a church as the secretary, which is the same thing that May's mom does. And wow. I kind of, after I left school, I felt kind of like a dropout because I didn't do anything. Um, you didn't get a college job. You know, you weren't yeah. one of those people who has right. something planned right out of college. Yeah. But so few people in our generation do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- there's that. And then you meet the priest. Um, and then you meet, you know, all sorts of other people. The guy who stargazes. And it's just yeah. like and the town is filled with all this sort yeah. of stuff. And a lot of these folks fill in. Like, your main friends that we, we broke down at the beginning were more are the people that you get to spend like extended gameplay sequences with. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, but a lot like of these you folks, go fix you can, stuff at a house with B because she's yeah. You, a lot of these other folks, you can kind of check in as much or as little as you want, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty interesting, I think, because it, it unfold you more unfolds with them at the more you talk to them. Yeah, which is an interesting way to do it. Um, yeah, the, I think, there's uh, like some background stuff going on too. Like, um, there's these two guys that stand outside a. St- uh, shop and talk about like getting jobs or losing their jobs or something i can't exactly remember Loving what they were talking smelters. about but over time that develops the smelters yeah. go the smelters yeah smelters. those guys that you kind of gain an attachment for just through rep through the repetition of playing this game yeah i don't know that you, you can you actually can... talk to them but they talk to each other and you can kind of right yeah in. you can kind of overhear <laughs> something every day yeah which is... i just watched the end of the game today and uh may talks to one of the guys is gone and she talks to the other guy and He's like, who are you? And she's like, you don't remember me? <laughs> like, we talked all the time. But but yeah, that's kind of the what happens is you just kind of listen in on what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, one more friend I would like to mention is um, is Germ. The, Germ. Uh, Germ. <laughs> Germ Rock. The Crow Man. Uh, he's He kind of occupies this weird friend space where he's, he's friends with Greg, right? He's friends with Greg and Angus, I think. Mm-hmm. But... Like he's your weird barely, friend. Barely, yeah, he's that weird annoying friend that he kind of gets. Of, yeah. Yeah, he's the only fan of the band. Right. Yeah. And I think you can. I think there's a couple optional scenes with him that I definitely didn't get. But yes, um, is I think there's one where you go to the bridge with him. Yeah, there's there's a lot there. You can yes. like become can. friends with him. Be friends with possum. Yeah. Uh, which no, oh, and then there, yeah, then there's the mouse girl. I think. Yes. Oh, I don't think I, uh, she sits her. on the roof. Lori, Lori M. I yeah. just saw. I'm watching in the background. But yeah. Greg is hugely important, but he's kind of like a side character. But yeah. Yeah. you can really go into his story. Germ. But um, Germ, yeah, Germ. Oh yeah, Germ, not Greg. But um, I love Germ. He's one of my favorite guys. And uh, oh, he's great. Yeah, I love him. I love him just kind of tooling around in the back of the hardware store when you get that dialogue. He's uh or he's just like the uh, B is just having him move stuff for like chub change because he's a kid, you know. He's like, he's not well. He's not a kid, kid, but he's like, he doesn't have like he, a regular he, job. He so. reads as younger, but I don't yeah, know. If yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's like the younger kid that hangs around your group because he thinks you're really right. cool. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at Tony Hawk. Yeah, <laughs> he just wants to play the video game. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's you know that's what you do. You go talk to all these people, discover the mystery, you you play out. little mini games about stealing pretzels um, to feed to mice. Um, There's a bunch of little gameplay vignettes. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of the game air quotes gameplay in this is those little mini games, yeah, which and, are fun. 
yeah, there's a lot you can find out about the town. Um, and what do you guys think about it? Well, who do you want to throw to, Seb? I don't yeah, know. Who specific. wants to catch? No, nope. uh, Alex, <laughs> you played this choose. game a while ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I um, I didn't I didn't super brush up on this in the lead up to the episode, but um, I, yeah, I played this last year or the year before, um, mm. around October, because uh, it's a very fall game. Uh, it is. But yeah, I I like this game. I I have like a couple issues with how it's presented. I think that. Mm-hmm. It it definitely get not to lead with a negative, but I think that this this game can get very repetitive in the way that it's played. I think it's yeah, it's I'm a short verse type thing. Yeah, if you're like, not um, into like all the exploration, um, yeah, it can feel think, very samey every day. Yeah, it's you kind of get into a routine, and I like I likened it to a visual novel because that's a lot of my context mm-hmm. with this kind of narrative game. Mm. Uh, but I think that, honestly, not, not to say that this shouldn't be the game that it is, but I think that it would have, would have been interesting to play this in the context of a visual novel, mm-hmm. where instead of walking left to right, you get to pick who you hang out with from a, you know, a list of choices. Yeah, I feel like that would that. take away from the exploration, though. Because there's yeah, all these sorts of little things you can find, they... like um, there's you can find the one apartment where they've stashed all the float stuff and then somebody builds like a little um, room out of it for this one homeless guy that you meet um, and it ends up he can't live there. Um, If you Mm -hmm. you are reading all the stuff that you're talking to the priest at the church with um, and all that. I don't know. I I think for playability, I I would like a version of this game that was more Mm. streamlined, but I also was not the kind of person who wanted to get everything. And I think it's it's yeah. a little hard to do that without following a guide. I think because there's a lot of tiny stuff. That's oh yeah, to miss. I think there's a lot of branching paths too. Like you can't do yeah. this if you did this. Yeah, you can't kind of hang out with this person if you already hung out with that person on that. And day. that's that's also a weird thing. I don't know what it would feel like to replay this game mm-hmm. to get that extra stuff because so much of yeah. it is the same every time. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think that's kind of part of the point. Like as I played it i kind of felt like this small town where nothing is happening that's part of the monotony that's part of the kind of the curse of living here is Mm. nothing changes or things only change for the worse or you're kind of living out your life um it and nothing's happening you know yeah i I felt like that was kind of the point i can see a lot of it underscoring the the you know vibe the game was trying to go for Mm -hmm. but it, it definitely is the thing that you know, while I'm playing it, I'm thinking about the most is, you know, walking from place to place or whatever. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the, like, the individual character vignettes are so fun and good, I think. Like, all of that stuff is, is really great. Like, my favorite is when you go to the dead mall with B. I think that's one of the best yeah. scenes. Uh, and you do a bunch of nonsense and <laughs> Squirt people it's very with the fountain. Yeah, and a lot of that stuff is, is really pointed and, you know, there's usually a minigame thrown in there. And, mm-hmm. like, a, a main line of that would be the best version of this game to me, I think. Uh, but yeah. there is a lot of stuff you can kind of camp out on and like, oh, I want to make a new constellation every day or, you know, stuff like that, that right. feeds into it. And, you know, and there is payoff for all of that stuff later too. You can yeah, kind of at the end of the game, go around and talk to these people and, you know, they'll give you their thing. But yeah, I, I like this game. I think it's structurally, it's a little flat too flabby for me i think because this is like a 10 hour game mm-hmm. uh which right. is a lot for 
the kind of game it is. A lot of these kind of walking sim story games are yeah, much it shorter. It is a really deep, it's a long, interesting, deep game, I'd, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, what it's it is. longer yeah. than I remember it, d- it, it being, but I don't remember. It didn't have to be, caring. right? Like, it could have yeah. gotten away with being a much shorter Yeah, like yeah, five hours, maybe. I, I respect that. It's just right. uh, also a lot. I think you have to take it in short bursts because there's mm-hmm. a yeah, lot to totally. it. Yep, I feel you on that. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's not I, something I, you can blast through in an hour like another game I played this month, Paratopic, a short, short, uh, short horror game that mm-hmm. was. I think I don't even think it allows you to stop playing it after you start it. That's maybe a bad Ooh, example. That's a pro move. <laughs> really confident play. Yeah. Um. Uh. Good. Yeah. But yeah, I my favorite character far and above is B. I think she's the one of the more well written of the cast. Yeah, she's uh, uh, she's a direct foil to uh, May. And um, I think she expressed a lot of the things that I wanted to yell it in May's face whenever she absolutely. did something embarrassing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, which is was nice to see because it's it it's it can be embarrassing to play a character who you know doesn't get it this hard. Mm, but right. it's yeah. you know it it's hurts a specific... to be like oh I wouldn't say that stop saying that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think and you have to I, go I like it. it. It's a yeah. it's a great aspect of the game that mm-hmm. makes you do that. Yeah, I felt because there are I mean. The narrative games, I feel like, don't don't play enough with the idea that you are uh, you have a guiding hand on the character, but you are not them. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about that a little bit in the off episode, right? Where it's like right. the batter, the batter is like, you are moving my body, yes. but he like, doesn't yeah. say like you control me. Like you said earlier, it's not it's not Mass Effect. You're not making you. You're making uh, yeah. B, and uh, she gets, she has a mind of her own. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of felt like. Yeah, May was definitely obnoxious at times, and you're kind of like, what the fuck, May? Um, But at the time that I played it, having been um, only a couple years out of college, I kind of felt a little bit like her, like, yeah, I'm kind of listless, I'm not doing anything, there's these people around me who have already been living life, um, and I feel like I'm not mature enough to exist here. Um, Though May isn't nearly that self-aware, even though she does kind of realize everyone's moved on without me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to speak to that a little bit, I think this was definitely a thing I was feeling as I was playing it. But I think that this is a game that uh, would probably have done so much more for me if I had played it um, like three or four years prior to when I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, I think timing like, is huge with this game for sure. I, I definitely think that, like at the point that I played this, I had I, you know, I kind of had my life a little figured out. I wasn't as aimless as. I was maybe a year before I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this that's game why had I come out in 2015, hard. and I had played it then. It would have demolished me. Right. Yeah, yeah. actually, <laughs> um, when I first, when this game first came out, I was watching a streamer play it, and I was kind of, like, she didn't even play that far into it, and I was like, this is too real for me because like it was, <laughs> I was going through like a depressive episode where I was like. I suck. I shouldn't. I should have done something else at school. I'm never gonna get yeah. anywhere. Um, and it kind of like, it did destroy me. I I was like, no, this is too real. This is me. Um, I'm getting depressed. And then immediately I went back to my therapist. Yeah, yeah good for definitely... you. That's the appropriate response to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky enough to have one that doesn't just give you a notebook and tell you that's the only thing they're doing. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, that's oh. I. The, our, I forget we forget to mention the notebook, but that is oh, one yeah. of my favorite um, little gameplay. I, I like that because as you explore, um, May will fill out little things in her uh, notebook. Mm-hmm. 
Which is and just yeah, like a bunch of really You flip back through it as you play and lots see. Of, yeah. Lots of different conversations yeah. or events will cause May to draw mm. on her notebook. She dr- she, you get uh, to see her interpretation of uh, interactions with other people. Which yeah. Is really cool. mm-hmm. Greg is cool, okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things she, she wrote. Um, yeah, I, um, there's a lot about her grandfather, too, who passed away that she was close to. Right. Kind of a big figure in her life, even though mm-hmm. you know he's obviously not present uh, yeah. in the game. Um, well, just to kind of wrap up, I, this game definitely see is, is very, it's well-written in the sense that it, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of little nuggets that I can connect with. There's a lot of stuff that I relate to, um, even in the like abstract, like a lot of the stuff is very well observed in the way that, uh, real friendships are, and, you know, small town life is that I'm able to really enjoy and relate to. Yeah. And that's, I think that's this game's biggest win to me is, uh, seeing a lot of this stuff that really you don't get in games that often, like games about friendships, is, aren't really a thing either. Games about it's personal a, growth. It's, yeah, it's are, a well-designed yeah. relationship, you know, between two people. It's not okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I'm not super into this series, so it's okay for people to y- yell at me about this, but I, I stand by it. Uh, the Persona games interpretation of friendship sucks. You're ass. filling up yeah. the meter. It's, it's yeah. It's you fill up a bar. You fill up the bar, and then they like you more. If you fill it all the way up, you get to date them. Yeah, <laughs> but only if they're hetero. No gays. But um, but uh, yeah, it's a much more nuanced yeah, take at oh. that. Um, because right. it's it's all you know it's all something someone wrote. There's no, I mean, there's gameplay in it in that you get to right. Forge it's fine mixing but... gameplay and story, and I encourage it. Yeah. But when it's all gameplay, it, it eats at your story. If you if so, if you want to be like, oh well, this is a story about friends coming together to overcome something or to understand each other better, and all that happens is if you talk to them enough times, eventually. They the their uh, support rank goes up and they get a team attack. It's like no 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 no. There should be something going on here. No no no. You like just there is the meter and you get to move. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> like there is something going on between all of these characters and the the fact that they let you choose between uh, B Greg and Angus when you picking who to hang out with during uh, pivotal points in the game shows that May has something going on with these characters. They have something to talk about. They have shared history. They have shared interests. They have, you know, like, there's there's more to it than just them. Uh, well, uh, there's even, you know, sometimes there's less to it. They talk about uh, just being around because of proximity. Yeah, that's something and that's, that, uh, that's another says. thing that's so well observed yeah. that I, I really connect yeah. with in, in my life. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm and they pretty also much show kind of like, I'll definitely chime in yeah. if somebody else wants to pick it up. Yeah, I, I just did also want to add on the same note um they did kind of show how friendships don't always it's not just a meter you fill up and then it's there and then your best friends or your, your, your lovers um because as as they show uh may and b were you know best friends as kids and then they totally fell out with each other or b totally distanced right. herself from may um especially mm-hmm. i think after may like beat up a kid in high school or middle school or something like that Right, um, yeah, you kind of uncover a couple of she's, pieces she's of her past. That got a weird, incidents they refer yeah, to she's got as. incidents like she's got a like kind of a mental illness type of thing where she yeah, it's like a kinda, dissociative thing. Yeah, like she did the same thing at college, and that's kind of why she dropped out. Um, where she kind of like I I don't know how to describe it. She describes it as the world just kind of becoming shapes and not being able to understand it, and then kind of getting really aggressive yeah, that's about, about it. Yeah, yeah that's I, 
it, I it mean, is kind I, of a disassociative yeah, thing. Yeah, this isn't an original read, but yes, I've, I've heard people call it a disassociative thing. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm no expert on that stuff. Yeah, um, so that that kind of happens to her all the time. Um, but, you know, B kind of distanced herself from May, and, and then um, they, you know, kind of come back together. And it's not like a, oh, yeah, hi, let's get back together again. Like, you yeah, right. kind of have to struggle yeah. through yeah, you're it. Not, mm-hmm. They're not hitting resume on the relationship. They've, yeah. Uh, they've um, they've so taken a couple steps shows, back. <laughs> yeah, it shows in that way, like, a relationship isn't, like, a linear thing um, in any kind mm, of relationship, absolutely. like a friendship or, or a romantic relationship. It's kind of you know, one of those things you have to work at and keep working at and you can have a falling out and, you know, come back together, um, which mm-hmm. was something I really liked about that writing. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I think that um, this game walks the, the just the right line, like Alex was saying, like this is this is a game that does the right line in terms of te- being a narrative game. It doesn't feel too much in one direction or the other. Like I made fun of a Persona and Fire Emblem with the relationship shit. It's like too far on the side of a game, which. Uh, but it just means that it, that's, that story takes a hit. But this is this you feel the relationship between these characters. But also, I wouldn't want this to just be a well animated cartoon with this art style. Mm-hmm. I think that it works well as a game because you are going around and talking to these people. It makes a different. It makes the difference. I think it really makes the difference in terms of how you see these characters you're interacting. Yeah, with. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're talking to them rather than May is talking to them. And you're getting a feel for the town of Possum Springs. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're getting a feel for this place that she's existed in almost her whole life. Mm-hmm. And that is so important to the plot of the game. It's really important that you know what it's like to be in this place. Because that's what's causing everything that's happening. Yeah, and that you know the history. There's all this history around. Like you go, um, there's like an underground like train stop, and there's um, you can feed the rats. You can feed the rats. Feed the but rats. there's also a big mural, like a 30s era mural oh, yeah. about yeah. you know the building of the railroad in Possum Springs. And then there's the founder of Possum Springs, the the first mayor or something like that, who's got a statue in one of the buildings and then if you if you look at them may will kind of give you like a little bit of a tidbit of information about it um and you get attached to the town itself which is really important to like the end and actually you know mm-hmm. wanting to go talk to people and see how they're doing and um uh there this town has a history uh that we brought up silent hill in the first segment much like silent hill you uh this town has is it has a history in the way that a real place has a history Mm -hmm. it's like you know it's not just oh it's the town that has this one thing in it It, the town has that one thing in it because it was you know founded by settlers or it was uh you know built up from the ground on a swamp or or all these other things yeah there's there's a lot of stuff about like the unions kind of rose up right this one right there's a labor history here there's a labor history and a supernatural history and a like uh like a, an industrial history mm-hmm. here. Like all these things are connected together to tell you how this town got to be the way it is. And what le- everything about that is important to the, how, what leads up to the end of the game. Yeah. So it's a, a well sketched town because you know, it is the crux of the story. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, I, it's, it's so important that it's fleshed out. So yeah. Well. I mean, it could just be like for a lot of developers, it might just be easier to, just make a town and then you just walk through it and not do anything really with it. Um, it's like, oh, hey, that's a library. Um, Santa but this Destroy one has like no more heroes yeah. is not a real place. It's just kind of like a 
a tiny plastic model that you can drive your oversized motorcycle mm-hmm. through. Yeah. Uh, but people really complained when they took it out of the, the, the sequel. So what do I know? I guess. <laughs> they were attached to the aesthetic. Um, I guess the, but... I guess the complaint is more that uh, instead of taking it out, you should have made it good. It's yes. like if people didn't like it, the solution is not good. to remove it. It is to make it substantial. Yeah. Does anybody else have a take they want to break down into? Uh, sorry for interrupting you so much. I I, I just you you were well, yeah, first I'm, person. I'm we always yeah yeah we interrupt the first person the most. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, keep going. Nick. Uh, all right. Um, I really loved this game. I mean, right. I uh, in a weird uh, kind of confluence of events, I have been following the create one of the creators of the game on Twitter for years, uh, <laughs> just because like. Uh, well, partially because I follow a lot of uh, indie game creators yeah. because I always find out about cool indie games that way. But also because... So uh, I've been following him on Twitter for years because of uh, indie game stuff and because of leftist, leftist politics stuff because he's very big in that field uh, in terms of like uh, labor rights. And it's very important that the new studio they have is a worker co-op, which uh, I sent a request for an interview to them, but I imagine they're very busy. They're working on their other... They're working on a game right now. So, like, mm, they're neat. in the middle of, like, a, a deep development. Cool. Uh, and, um, uh, but, like, that's that kind of stuff is stuff that I am very interested in. So I was following him for that reason. But he's always doing drawings in this style as well. And, he, he, like, he's always, every time he posts a, a new drawing, it's in this st- art style of The Night in the Woods. And I always knew that I would enjoy this game when I got to it, whenever the hell that was. It's one of the games on my endless list of things I needed to play, but uh, I I didn't have any idea like I didn't know about it beyond that. I knew it was about like a like a kind of mystery in a town, and you play as a like a, a college dropout uh, who is like trying to like sort things out. And playing the game, I wasn't so much surprised, but I was really like I was really just wrapped up in it very easily, you know. Like yeah. you play you play in the in the tiny band you play the, in the <laughs> tiny band you you go meet your friend at the 7-eleven uh and he wants you to take a bat to that car with a tree growing through it and yeah, like that's cool what else are you gonna it do? is cool what else what are you, are you gonna, gonna do bowling that costs how, money. how else are you gonna spend your nights i really something i wonder if this game would resonate as much with someone who's never lived the uh the fail son slash fail daughter lifestyle mm-hmm. because <laughs> this is this is a game that knows what it's like to go to bed at 4 a.m. and wake up at 4 p.m. And when you go downstairs, it's a little anxious about whether or not you talk to your dad because he's going to make a comment about you sleeping until 4 p.m. <laughs> right, correct. So um, so I already had this, uh, I already had this uh, game through the uh, Racial Justice and Equality Bundle. Now, That's through right. some shit that happened uh, earlier this year, uh, there was some racial justice and equality problems uh, in the in the U.S. I don't know if you heard about what? it. I've never heard about but, this. Uh, I'm with yeah. Alex. I don't but... know about this at all. <laughs> so anyway, there was a, a bundle on itch.io, which if you can get a game there, you should. It's the best fucking way to get games. Everything, pretty much everything goes to the creators. And it's uh, there's no DRM. They just give you a fucking EXE file. Put that shit on your computer. You can run it with no problems, no back end. And they're, because they are, it's so much easier to publish a game on itch.io, there's a lot more experimental stuff than even you'll find on Steam. And Steam really the lowered its standards. Mm-hmm. There's, but, uh, Except they lowered their standards in terms of making asset flips and not um, right. experimental right. They things. didn't lower their standards. Yeah, right. There's a lot more experimental stuff on itch.io. One of my favorites, just to uh, go a little bit, it, it also, also from this bundle, is um, uh, throwing... 
throwing a baseball at a tower of bricks is the, the name of the game. And you can control the speed of the brick, uh, the, the amount of gravity. It's just like a physics test thing, but they released it. And it's so much fun to Hell play yeah. with. Emily and I were playing it with for a while. <laughs> yeah. Playing with it for a while. That rocks. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had a great time. That, that. bricks. Uh, so, um, but like, uh, that's how I already owned this by, by getting that giant bundle of yes, games. Yes, thousands of games. Bundle. Right. Yikes. Uh, but what do you think of this game, Nick? I thought it like I was saying, I thought it was incredible. I really liked just the the kind of real it's not realistic, but it's real. You know, where it's like it's not exact reality. Yeah, I, but I keep it, it, I, I keep wanting to go back to the the I keep wanting to say well observed because it seems mm. like it's mm. a lived experience in a way that Oh yeah, there's um, definitely some of, uh some of the developers went in went into yeah. this game i'd say and a lot of games writing Absolutely. doesn't necessarily pull from reality like this uh i think that it's yeah i don't know it's yeah i totally understand what you mean when you say real in that way yeah it's it's yeah so um i made you know i made my decisions on who to hang out with whenever they let me pick i always and this shows me oh, oh yeah so what i was talking about before we got uh, slightly derailed is the the, the fail son lifestyle of waking up at 4 p.m. right right like that's something that's mm-hmm. I can connect with like a, a as a fellow college dropout uh, of I've, and, and I'm, I'm not to brag but I've dropped out of three colleges uh, and <laughs> all um, right <laughs> okay guy this guy here. he's always talking about all the colleges he racked up. <laughs> Are you not going the to get your diploma from, from... I'm not talking about that right okay. now. So um, so I understand what it's like to be in that kind of situation where you're in limbo in your life, especially especially after the movie theater closed down, Seb. Uh, I, when I was looking for a job for a while, it's like not only was I unemployed, I, I was like unemployed, not going to school, and uh like you know all my friends were still around and wanted to hang out with me and it's like yeah i can i can get value out of this relationship but i do still feel like i am a, a you know a, a melting pile of trash kind of vaguely shaped in the form of a human <laughs> being and i i don't know what to do with these feelings except sleep until 4 p.m mm-hmm. and uh, hang out with my friends at night and this this game is not just giving you that experience it's also telling you like look there's a reason that this stuff happens and it's not always your fault. Most of the time it's probably not your fault. Like this is something that's going to happen in life and you got to find a way to make the time you have worth it. Even if you're not like climbing the ladder or managing the store or uh, Um, graduating college. Sorry to interrupt, but uh, I, this seems like a good time to mention it. Uh, I was pulling up the Wikipedia for this uh, a couple of minutes ago. And um, I got onto the, the main page for the website. And the, the tagline for this, it's probably on the store pages and stuff too. Uh, but it's, it's uh, at the end of everything, hold on to anything, which is very evocative and cool. But uh, it definitely yeah. ties in, I think. It's like, yeah, just enjoy the things you can. Like, because yeah. a lot of this stuff is out of your control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the very end of the game, when, when the cult it. is like trying to sacrifice everything for the town. Um, and actually, we didn't even mention that one of the main catalysts of May, like, kind of investigating this is that she sees somebody get kidnapped by the cult. Um, right. Well, I hadn't got, we hadn't gotten to that yeah. yet. I well, we, we kind of summarized the whole rest of the game. About it. 
but um, like, but we're talking, we're still talking about like the, our our general impression. I did. I, feel like I just didn't know if we were going to get story there. Events. Yeah, um, we already mentioned the cult. I don't yeah, think there's any t- way we're going to not get there. Uh, Let's talk about it now. Yeah, I, talk I, about I would it. like. I would like a chance to talk about it, but I don't want to derail Nick's Nick's point uh, okay. here. Okay, all right, you, all right. Okay. You can finish up, and then I, what the we'll hell get was I talking about? Uh, <laughs> um, hold on to anything. Uh, yeah, you're talking. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, you uh, wanting to? There's there's some great lines uh, near the end of the game and in the middle where it's it's something like, it's you're you're showing that hey uh, this relationship matters to me like whatever else is going on in my life or anyone else's life what happens to these people is something that i care about you know and if you when you know someone is moving away because of a, a job they're getting or because of a, a school they're going to or something like that and you know you're, you know you're not going to be able to go with them there's like there's something to that you know there's like a like when the may has the conversation with greg Right, that he's he's like, yeah, I'm gonna move to this town, and I'm gonna move to a shitty neighborhood in this much better town. That's yeah, all right. we've been working these guys later. Um, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> so I'm sorry, we're posting the dick sucking meme in the chat, but um, Man, I, no, I, 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 I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. <laughs> no, but um, what Nick is saying, I totally, I totally agree with. Where it's like, they they keep Greg and Angus are like, we're working our ass off to get out of this shitty town. And you're like, well, wait, you can't leave me here. Like, you live yeah. here. Like, you can't go away. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the game, um, at least what I experienced, she's like, can I move w- in with you guys? And they're like, uh, we, uh you don't uh, have a no, job yeah, or any we money. We have our, our own lie. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like asking to move in with a couple is already weird. But yeah. in the very specific situation that they're in, it's very awkward for her to ask that. And mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. a re- really relatable situation where it's like, oh, you're getting out of this. And like, can I get out of it with you? And they're like, uh, I don't, you know, you got to find your own way out. You yeah, can't, we got our own yeah. life, but uh, get you your own. You can't latch on to our whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely know people and have seen people who, um, and have been offered to uh, move in with couples. Uh, and it, it, definitely seems like an awkward third wheel thing and you nobody actually wants to do that but sometimes if you feel like it's your last resort especially in this day and age where you basically can't live alone unless you are making the big bucks yeah <laughs> yeah no you can't i was looking at one per one bed apartments for a while and it's like oh boy I need to make a lot more money. Yeah, yeah I think I might um, be able to swing like a studio by myself. But as soon as yeah. I, um, as soon as I moved in with Cam here, he started looking at one bedroom apartments. I don't. <laughs> that's, was, right. that's really weird. He's <laughs> like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" <laughs> this guy's always watching Seinfeld. It makes me so angry. No, Bink is playing. I gotta see what happens to the country. puffy shirt. <laughs> All right, but we're we are wildly had, off topic. We're oh, creating yeah, yeah. an insane had, uh, editing job for Nick. Thanks. Uh, and we're recording this uh, later than usual, so I yeah. have less days to edit Sorry. it. Sorry. Um, That's the problem. <laughs> so Alex let's get back on track. exams. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, no, forget about Alex. What, 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 are you, what, are we, what are we talking about? All right. So, it's, anyway, Nick, it's Nick in the I, woods right now. Right. So I chose, most of the time when given the opportunity, I chose to hang out with B as opposed to Greg and Angus. Not because I didn't like Greg and Angus. I thought they were great. And I love Greg as a character. But 
I always wanted to go with B because I knew that there needed to be work done there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. obviously we right. need to patch up this relationship, which is something that May would do. She's like, ah, we should hang out because this needs work. Like, we should hang out because we're not good friends yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you need someone to latch on to. Because B doesn't have that many real friends because she spends all of her time working and doing things for her family. Yeah. Like after yeah. her mom died, that it's like all work. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have anything else in her life. Yeah, she lost the like... luxury of being able to see her friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is so, something that you know, every I think people can relate to. Like having a friend who every time you ask them, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" She's like, "Oh, I got to go to work." Yep. Like everyone yeah. went through that. Yeah, she's got to work. She's got to do the grocery shopping. She's got to do the cooking and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there were like. Like, I would, like, shy away from certain things, like Mace would say. It's like, oh, God, why would you ever say that in this situation? Isn't it (laughs) clear what's happening? There's a couple places where she really blows Oh, yeah, she she forgot that B's mom died. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, yikes on that. Leaving town and coming back and be like, how's your mom? She's like, uh, she's dead? Yeah, I think... (laughs) It's not a fun thing. I think it's kind of revealed May has a little bit of a memory issue. Hmm. Um, She's a... She's, she's got just got kind of an yeah. everything issue. She's got an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not uh, uh, Seb and I are going to refrain from doing arbitrary diagnosis, and I'm saying this preemptively. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, there are, you know, there's like a lot going on. There's a lot going on in just this, in just the basic interactions. Like I'm just, that's me. I'm just talking about like the first like four like interaction segments so this isn't isn't even me getting into the mystery part which i think is genuinely good like i really love the investigation portions of this game uh and in particular the historical society which is my favorite level of this game just like it's my favorite level of silent hill 2 where uh (laughs) and it takes it does the same thing where it shows you the history of this town while also like immediately digging you much deeper into the invest uh like digging you much deeper into the uh, sort of core of the town, and uh, right, you I'm get to learn Cam talk and, and progress then, at the same time. Right, I'm gonna let Cam talk, and then I think after that we'll get into our thoughts on the ending and major story developments, and then we'll give it our ratings. Well, yeah, we don't want to we don't want to go too too super long with a. Well, then keep it short, stuff, Cam. But, uh, I will. I <laughs> no, believe I'm I'm, no, but um, so I I used to watch this game in um. When I was on my internship in Disney World, working in the Boardwalk Hotel, mm-hmm. they gave me an uh, an hour long break, and they're like, "You don't have to take the whole thing." And I'd That's be like, right. "Oh, I will." <laughs> Where like everyone would take a half. It was half paid, half unpaid. But um, wow, I always took the full hour. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Half. Well, some people felt obligated to do their job, whereas I was an intern, so Whoa, I did not feel obligated wow. I would, <laughs> to do my job. I would, I said, "Fuck you! I'm going to eat my salad and watch Night in the Woods." And um, I would watch. They give you an um, hour break, the... and you're like, "Wow, this is like living in a first world country." No, I was like, "This is it. insane! You're gonna yeah. let me work, not work for one whole hour?" Like, yeah, was, that's like was... living in a first world country, unlike the <laughs> was... United States. It was truly wild, but um, so I was watching a lot of the Super Best Friends play, um, and they they happened to be playing this game, so I was watching them play it, and it was a perfect game to watch someone play because it is not entirely based on uh, gameplay, which I don't think is like a detriment to the game, but 
it makes it really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So it also doesn't depend on the personality of, of whoever's playing it because the game has enough narrative and personality. Right. And also it it helps to watch people play it because it was mm-hmm. two people playing it at once. So it was fun to be like, oh, I think this about what May said. And then to hear two other opinions about what she was saying. So it's it's a fun game to watch someone play or to play with your fiance or whatever, you know, your friend. But um, mm-hmm. so I was watching this game. I eventually fell off, I think, because um, I stopped doing my internship there and I didn't have as much free time. But uh, I now picking it back up, I played about two hours of it, but I also finished watching them play it. And at the time, like Nick was saying, it 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 wasn't that relatable for me because I I was in college. I was on my internship and um I was working towards something. I, I remember I have a I have a poster up of like literally a reminder of like what I was working towards and like all the people from work signed it and like I hope you get that job and I was like I will. But um now with coronavirus I did get that job and now I haven't worked there in like 8 months because yeah. of a, <laughs> a situation. So now I'm feeling this game a lot more than I was when I was at my internship and in college and working towards something. Now I am like kind of aimless in life and I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Yada, yada, yada. So like this game worked a lot better for me now than it did then. Yeah. But um, I one thing I do want to say about this game is I think it is um, incredibly polished. Like I don't, would you guys call this an indie game? What do you guys think? It's about? an indie game, but that doesn't mean it Absolutely. can't be polished. Yeah, it's yeah, not a triple A you know, game. Sometimes... Most of the time, triple A games are buggy as fuck. Okay, so the only yes. thing that I, I would like, but art you know, style wise, for I mean... me, for yeah, it's if an we indie did something game. on Supergiant, anything after the first game Supergiant made, we can't call it indie because they have so much money and infinite time yeah, because of that. Bastion money to make actually the game got they picked up by WB um, after right. they first published right. it. So, so, so even people call WB uh, not WB. People call uh, like <laughs> yeah, Supergiant game an indie game. Even though it's like right. it has a massive yeah, pool of this resources. Was, this, yeah. on the other They're hand, is made by three by people. One of the this was big Kickstarted too, I believe. Of, yes, oh, is that was. right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, Kickstarted wow. in 2013. Yes. It came out in you know 2017, and it got yeah. those two short games that Alex brought up earlier uh, yeah. as like little things. They, to tie yeah, you they over were previews, kind of. Yeah, yeah, but so, what I'm what I'm leaning towards is this just looks like a completely finished game, like not rushed at all. No, like art or artistic. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't really compromise. This seems like exactly what no, they wanted yeah. it to be. Yeah, I think yeah, um, completely. What, what they did was they didn't plan out anything giant and super ambitious and more than they could, you know, and, they didn't bite off um, more than they can chew. They didn't try to make Star Citizen, you know. they. Yeah, I think especially with the Kickstarter game, it is so easy to over Yeah, they knew exactly what they could make with the money and they made it. And right. they made it yeah. well. And it's and you know, I think we we might have mentioned this on the podcast at some point, but there are a very few Kickstarter successes for how many games are absolute disasters mm-hmm. off of that platform. <laughs> yep. We've done multiple of them on this show. Yeah. That's yeah. true. We talked about yeah, Hollow Knight for a while. The good ones. Hollow yeah. Knight and FTL. That's true. Yeah. Uh were, were both Kickstarter successes from uh previous show episodes. Yes. Both very, very different from this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. But also very, very good. But yes, this is a yes. fully realized game. I, I totally agree with what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, and I think that it shows so well. Like uh, playing it and watching it, like I was like, "Oh man, this game knows exactly what it wants to do. 
and it does it really well. And I was always worried about the outcome of this game because in between watching it then back in my internship and watching it now, um, I watched uh, Firewatch. I watched someone play Firewatch, and I, like I was really worried. Yeah, so have you all seen Firewatch? Yeah, I've watched I, it. I, I think you guys yeah, all I've played, I've yeah. played Firewatch. No, yeah. spo- I mean, it's a game you about wouldn't be spoiling being... it if you, you know, explained it. Yeah, but I just mean for you guys, I want to I want to make sure you guys know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I know um, what it is. It's a game about being a forest, um, like, uh, what's the a word? A fire like, watcher. Advisor? Watcher? Like ranger. Yeah. yeah ranger, ranger. Forest sorry. ranger. You're a forest yeah, ranger, you're like a park in a, ranger in an area where it could light on fire if someone doesn't do the right thing. Yeah, so you're, you're there in kind to... of like a Yellowstone-ish area. I mean, not so much oh. with a, having a, a bunch of geysers around, but it's, you know, one of those big national park places. Yes. Yeah, and I might even do it for an episode at some point because mm. I was so interested. It's in a it. fascinating. I actually, game. I actually did play the whole thing. Now that I remember it, it's but, not very um, long. Yeah, no, it's not. But but the um, uh, skip ahead if you don't want the end of Firewatch spoiled, <laughs> I guess. But um, I was really disappointed in the ending because they they lead up to oh man, is it fucking aliens that are messing with the park or is it a guy who wants to, you know, is looking for some harm or something? And then it ends up being the most boring option of like three options that you're presented with like it's like i i don't agree we'll we'll get into this later but i think we can save this for our fire watch side but i i do like how that game wrapped everything up yeah i i like i like the ending but you you don't get to meet the girl that you've been talking to the whole time Mm -hmm. and you it's not a supernatural ending which is what i thought was it was leaning towards but Maybe if I played it again now or watched it again now, I'd have. But I, yeah, yeah, I have no, I, a few see, takes about that, but they're not relevant right now. Yeah, I see right. the similarities that you that you you're trying to you're alluding to though. Yeah, because I, I, it's right. like a, it's a um, kind of a normal thing until something crazy happens, and then mm-hmm. they kind of build the intrigue until you get some sort of payoff. It's, yeah. and yes. it's a similar type of narrative game. But I think that the ending of this game is exactly what I would have wanted out of Firewatch. Like, okay. I didn't want Firewatch to be aliens or whatever. But in um, this game, it's not aliens that are kidnapping people or like a supernatural Cthulhu like situation. But it's people who want to preserve the town, it's which is desperate very... boomers. Yeah, it totally leans into the theme of the game about a small town that's being wiped off the map and they don't want to be wiped off the map. Yeah, and the people who are like, back in my day. Yeah, we, you know, we used to have jobs and money and our families weren't happy. I mean, um, if we if we want to dovetail into talking about the ending, if you have anything. um, Yeah, that's that's exactly what I want to talk about is I I Um, did really like this game. I think the character is really good. I think the art style is beautiful and well done. Like it doesn't feel like a game made by four people if that's what it was mm-hmm. like it feels like like you guys said earlier it feels like exactly what they wanted to do yeah like and I think um, the supernatural element and the mental illness element like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. i don't want to get too into diagnosing may but i like we said earlier i was like you know like oh i wouldn't have said that like i wouldn't have acted like yeah. this <laughs> yeah, playing as this character she she has a lot like, of symptoms that i her. think like, a lot of her mental state is something that everyone can relate to in some way or another, which is, I think, why mm-hmm. they don't really specifically say, like, she has anxiety and depression. Right. Like, they kind yeah, of make broad. it very, yeah, broad and vague. Yeah, it's more than that. It's not just like, oh, oh man, she's, she must she's be got sad. a problem, it's but. Like, Yikes, why is she doing this? <laughs> and then yeah. you kind of learn about 
there's multiple times where a character will be like, hey, I remember you. You did that oh, thing that everyone hates. We didn't talk about yes. the dream sequences. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they're yeah, all bad. So it's not fun. I think no, they're good. No, I, I thought that's they were really no, fun. I, I like the part. She, there's there's this part where she meets like this giant like cat thing, and it's like. Oh, not God. God. It, Very yeah. specifically, not God. Yeah. No. Um, yes. Uh, what, what I, specifically, it's what Sky I mean Cat. is that it, that the dream sequences are where the platforming is the most tedious and not fun mm. to me. Yes, <laughs> it's all um, for you to experience the. They're like, look at this background. The, we drew yeah, the art is beautiful. beautiful. Oh, I, I like, like thirty seconds of jumping to get to. Okay. Most of it. All right. Listen. It's shut like up. I like them. Not, I like how as you go through them, the music progresses and they're kind of trippy. Listen, I I don't want to talk about this, and I think okay. if you play the game, you, you'll experience this. You know, I just whatever. wanted to mention them at least. I think they're really cool. It's 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 very um, ambient is the word I, yeah. I would think I would say. But um, the dialogue is pretty funny without delving into too much of like yeah, a meme. Yeah, it's it's a little funny, it's a little how do you catchies. do fellow kids? But I think it's well observed enough to mm-hmm. to match. Yeah. Um, I, I really like uh, Life is Strange. I think it's a little bit more dialed back than a Life is Strange. That game is a little yes. bit too... Uh, yeah, I heard the same thing. Too kidsy. Uh, or, you know, well, an adult's when, approximation I think of how kids when, speak. When Life is Strange came out, it was already dated because they were like, oh, this takes place, like, five years ago. And mm. by that point, the people who were the age of those characters five years ago yes. have moved on to yes. different things. But if you, and they're yeah, still if saying, you, like, it, epic. It, it, yeah. If yeah. you like games and you uh, gristle at that that approach, it's better than a Life is Strange. I yes, think, in the dialogue sense. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it, it it shies away from being too memey and too internet. Um, but mm-hmm. I heard it. I heard a good take about the game is that like people do talk like this. You know, like, yes. maybe this is about the people. That... Maybe they're not people you like, but they do talk. Yeah, like this. it doesn't matter if you <laughs> like it or not. Like this is just what happens. You know. And this is a story about people who do talk like that. So do we want to uh, talk about cultists? Yes. Talking about the end, um, I really like the end. Especially, I was worried it would be kind of unrelated and yada yada. Like, oh, there's a cult that kidnaps people. Yeah, it kind of... I don't know why I didn't really expect what the cult's motivations were going to be. Yes, I love that the cult is like, we're trying to save the town. Like, that's all we're worried about is, like, you know, bring in jobs, keep the kids who grew up Mm -hmm. here. Instead of leaving and working in a more prosperous area, they Mm -hmm. will stay here and create businesses and make jobs. And we're worried about being wiped off the map. I love that that that's the motivation of the cult. It's not to serve a monster or something. I think Mm -hmm. it's more of a realistic motivation Um, instead of a... uh, this is like tangential, um, but there's a very good um, source filmmaker video that I like um, that somebody dubbed over some video from somewhere uh, where people are talking about the economal, like the economy, as if it's like an animal. <laughs> it's like an abstract. Yeah, it's the, oh, no. the, the economal is like an abstract concept of, you know, what the economy is, as if it was kind of a Lovecraftian deity. And that's mm-hmm. basically what these guys are doing. They're sacrificing people to the economy so that they will have uh, a good hey, job did, and good fortune. We got that, we got hey, that very what? literally earlier this year. Yes. Uh, and, and still sometimes, depending on where you live, and it's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if you just feed people into the market, the market will reward you. That's the right. market isn't wrong. You're wrong. Yes. Uh, but like, uh, but when you see this kind of thing happen, like um, this is not 
that unbelievable you know like it's, you could I see mean, trumpers doing like, this tomorrow and i'd be like yeah no, all right yeah. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be that weird um but, so like you know this this uh cult is worshiping the black goat which is uh black is the space between the stars as they say and uh very very cool like mythology and it's like it lives at the bottom of the this like mine shaft yeah. And it's like, that's where they're feeding these people that they're kidnapping. And they're specifically going for, this is something that I really liked about it. They're specifically going for like the dregs of society. The people they are a hundred percent sure will not be missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I, they're doing it. They're like, right. it's yeah. I, I don't interesting. know. It's, I like that plot. I, it's do you know, are you, it's do weird you not to like me. It? It, I don't know. I, I, their old friend Casey was dealing meth. It's, I, um, I, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a way to justify the fact that they're not, being, I don't know. I don't think that's yeah, a good act too, to right? kill to kill a person that the old people think is bad. It makes it's jobs. not a good. No, it's it's not good, which is why May opposes them right. at the end. No, yeah, I I get it. I I don't know. It's weird. They, it's it's, it's a thinly these... veiled way to justify their actions. Well, yeah, oh, yes, because absolutely. all they care they're, about, they're you know, full of shit. it's a little bit of a hot fuzz thing where the whole town's just trying to get like village of the year, so they form a cult. <laughs> I was actually it's funny you mentioned that Seb I was just about to make that comparison yeah. okay. uh, it is a serious version of what happens at the end of uh, yes. wow um, uh, but um, this is like this is them saying like no this town is collapsing and rather than pointing to this is something this is something that I see so much that drives yeah, it's, me crazy it's not systemic yeah, it's, not it's you people problem. it's our yeah, problem it, they are they are unable to acknowledge that their leaders or systems have failed them yes it must be us it must it be must a be demon us that have failed <laughs> that have failed the system yeah you know? I'm glad um, we don't see a mayor Quimby or something that's like we're gonna get <laughs> jobs we're gonna be prosperous yeah. There's that a, would um, make too much of a scapegoat. It's like, oh, it's that guy's fault. Mm-hmm. Like instead, right. they like not you, know, you don't, the world's fault. You know, yeah. this isn't a this isn't a votable problem. This is a the the you know uh, like the they talk about the the gods like the not the gods but like this the creatures leaving like the spirits leaving, and it's like I I will be gone. That sky cat's like I will be gone, and what's what's coming or what is already here is so much worse. And it's Oof. like, yeah, it's like the, 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 what was protecting you is not here anymore. And it's like the solution is either to get out or try and appease that horrible thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not, to, that's... Uh, not to derail us, but I do have a thing I'd like to connect this to yeah. um, mm-hmm. that I What's thought that? about it. Uh, so in, um, in the, the video game Disco Elysium, which uh, yes. has a lot of oh. similar commentary to make about so uh, the way that capitalism is very bad. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, there's a specific section that's kind of like a micro quest. Um, the uh, area across the street from the the place that you stay is um, it's called the Doomed Commercial District, and the the woman oh, who's okay. current the woman who's currently there thinks that it's cursed because every business is, that's ever been there has failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not cursed; it's just the fact that a bad system yeah the system they, yes, is bad the system is bad and yeah, that what? that's like definitely um, resonated with me in that in that way that, yeah there's some um, like quote unquote cursed you know shop fronts um uh, across from um electric boat here um there so my parents say um, because they were around at the time you used to kind of have to leave for your lunch break and so everyone would go out and they'd buy grinders and they'd buy, you know, coffee and donuts and pizza at the places directly across the street. 
But then they uh-huh. allowed people to stay in and work through lunch so they could get get out earlier. And a lot of those places started failing and um, just not doing very well. So there are a couple shop fronts over there that I swear have had like one thing a year in them. Or right. what's the yeah, what's the teriyaki it's... place that's right oh, near there? I, don't I used know to go called. running by it all the time. Yeah. That place is that place is decent. I yeah, like but it. There, it's there's... very it's it's They're fascinating to abstract that into like um mythological thing like that that is that i think that's what's interesting about the end of this game mm. and what's interesting about that section of disco elysium is that it's like oh no you, your imagination can run with that it's not it's like oh it's it must be some supernatural evil that's keeping mm-hmm. our town from being prosperous it right couldn't yeah be, it's it not, couldn't be it's that not big government's the, fault yes yeah, it couldn't be that they, yeah the the government has abandoned us and is not does not care about the well-being of our town after the coal mines stopped mm-hmm. giving them coal. Right. Yeah. There was no more uh, labor value There's to extract, no glass so factory. capital left. Right. What, are you going to make me glass? <laughs> I'll make <laughs> you eat glass. <laughs> what? <laughs> so. But yeah, I think that, that's... What a game. Yeah, that's what's interesting about the end of this game. Mm-hmm. I, I, the culty stuff is cool. It's a great way to frame that. Um, it, I think it gets a little bit muddied with some of the supernatural, uh, like the explicitly supernatural stuff that is in this game. Like mm. there's like literal god. Like I don't know. It's, it's yeah. May goes. The May janitor the is like dream. a god too. <laughs> she talks I don't to know, the priest. And she's like, I think I met God, and he was like, I love that a cat. Part. And the priest like, but I, I think don't it, think that uh, was God. It, <laughs> I'm like, all right. That part really frustrated me too because the whole thing about, I mean. That was the that was the part where I got the most frustrated with May is she's like she's yelling at the priest for like you're preaching the stuff that you don't even believe in and I think that a priest that doesn't believe in God is so much more valuable than a priest who is like God will save us blah blah blah. Mm. It, it that really really bothered well, well, me. But that's that might be a whole other. Yeah, episode, I think that's another thing because the priest is like the priest. Talks the priest about, is so nice. She's very nice. Cool. Getting the no, homeless I think people Maeve off was the street. Well, yeah, like, the only people about trying hypocrisy. to do something good. There's yes. a very there's a very progressive approach to religion in this game that uh, mm-hmm. I right. I definitely I like. Like that's the without yes. specifically saying Catholic or Christ right. or anything. That's like the that. good it's part of religion. Like it's totally. the part that's so good. Yeah. Um, and I do know that that does happen. Um, is, I know is religion. There, there have been um, you know preachers who come through the the church that I grew up in, and I I know a lot of this because my mom worked there. My my both my parents are on committees at, at that church. Um, there are a lot of you know people who come in there. Like, it's a congregational church, but they'll have a Presbyterian, you know, pastor, and they believe something slightly different or a little bit, a lot different, but they will preach whatever the majority of the congregation wants to hear. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, what what I was getting at is I I just, speaking of, like, you know, not being able to control the character you're playing as, like, Mm -hmm. that really bothered me, the way she talks to the, the extremely nice very accepting priest i mean she's but, a uh, punk ass kid and i love her <laughs> i love her and i think that the way that this podcast is going like the way that we're all so emotionally invested and getting jumbled is really mm-hmm. speaks to how good the game is made like, yeah, it's yeah. Not... and i think she's yeah. you know like as i call her a punk ass kid and we all say oh man i wish she didn't say that i think it's because oh i wish may could be you know i i want her to grow up you know right. i don't yeah. think it's I that wish i didn't yeah. even to go even deeper, I wish I didn't act like that. Yeah, you know? it's like, like I oh, wish yeah. I had never been that kid because I see myself. 
in her right um <laughs> totally yeah um and but man we're going on wicked long yeah i did want to mention one that. more thing about the ending um the the takeaway of the game kind of is or like what may says at the end is um it's okay that the town is failing this is where i live and i'm always going to love it and i want to be here till the end um but we Yikes. can't you know do shit like this you know like the cult is doing it's not worth trying to kill people to try and re- yeah it's not worth yes that kind of sacrifice for the town's sake yes. instead it's it's good to do something for yourself or for people you care about mm-hmm. uh as opposed to some like nebulous idea that may not even exist you know? yeah and that kind of really vibed with me and i think it would vibe the with economy. a lot of people <laughs> the economy um <laughs> i think it would really vibe with a lot of people who are in the same situation who might you know, you know your town's a shithole, but you really love where you live and you want to stay there. So kind of, kind of thing. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 very relatable as to where we live in, and that's why we had so much to say about it. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a good game. I have it is a really good game. Picks, but it's good. Very well made game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad I got a chance um, to talk about it. Yeah. Let's Thank you. Do we even do ratings? Yes. No, we got it. We got it. Yeah. It's, we it's got a, it. This is you know, such a, a hard episode. game to give ratings. I don't think so. I think this is a five out of five pumpkins Absolutely. for Halloween. Absolutely. There no, is, that's no this, out of anything. No, it's, it's five, like five pumpkins. Or, no, no, no. Five, everything is out of except for the last one. And no, no, nothing is out of anything. Oh. It's a five out of blank. Five out of null. What is up with you? Well, you <laughs> never stated this rule before. Well, we I'm never stated the rules. No, I don't think we should. We'll be like, I'll give it's it five quarts of, of blood. I'll we give it a river of blood. We did the first time. We don't do anything. So out what's of the anything. blood out of? What's the? How many gallons out of what? Only, only the pumpkins. My own. All right, you five can do pumpkin, five out of five, five blood, five bat. Done. Yeah, five out of five blood. I'm giving it. Yeah, I'll give it a bloody arm on the road out of blood. Um. Yeah, and I, I'll I'm gonna give, give it, it all, all the blood that came out of all of the people who yeah. got trapped. I'll give in it a town's worth of pumpkins, of like a pumpkin patch of pumpkins, because you went there and you got a jack o' lantern, you made it a jack o' lantern. You got a pumpkin, you made it a jack o' lantern. Yeah, that many pumpkins. <laughs> you got a pumpkin, you made it into a jack o' lantern. <laughs> that many pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Seth. Yeah. <laughs> That's our <Exactly>. show. <laughs> no, how many screams, you guys? <laughs> Screams, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a lot of screams. What what is it out of Nick? I think it's <laughs> it was out of five. Five out of five screams? Yes. Okay, I'll give it five out of five screams because I was scared once. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I'll give it a I'm couple of screams. What's up with you tonight? No, nondescript okay? screams. I'm fine. <laughs> nondescript I think that I think that existentially, like it, this is definitely a one scream for me at the because the idea of like the idea of the, I'll give it these situations is scary to me in like a cosmic way, yeah. you know? Yeah, Internal this, screaming is, out this of five. is horror in the sense that it makes me confront the reality that we live in. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. It's too because, real. And, you know, when, uh, it's when, an internally when they're in the graveyard, yes. when they're in the graveyard with B and, uh, and May's like, all right, let's do, try and do a spook up. I'll say something and you try to make it scarier. And it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. All, right, really uh, all right, you, uh, a skeleton. Uh, a regular a regular guy standing out your house outside your house <laughs> and he's smiling and then V says and he's from the bank and then we're like oh my god <laughs> like, oh, like no. just groans but like also I get where she's coming from like this is that's that's something that's actually yes. scary V's trying to have fun in like a spooky way like 
what if there was a guy who wanted to stab you outside your window? And it's like, well, the, I might be able to kick the guy who's trying to stab me, but if somebody's coming to take, repossess my house, I don't know what I'm well, going to yeah, do about that. Well, yeah, it's the classic, like, if a fucked up guy looked at you, that's fine. But if Absolutely. a fucked up guy looked at you holding a credit card bill? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't make a movie about that because it would suck ass, but at the same time, it's very scary. <laughs> Um, all my scary dreams aren't about being stabbed. They're about uh, being late. school and money Having to and pay being a bill late and, and yeah. going to class. I forgot to do my exams. I didn't yeah, study. Yeah, my roommate kind of didn't shit. come home from work. It's a, it is a game that knows how to do both. Uh, yes. I liked the, um, I liked the mysterious ghost in quotes showing up in the window of the historical society while you're escaping. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's a great moment. Mm. Uh, Get a, yourself a, great a game that, is that can not, do both. Right. It is not that moment would not be out of place in any horror game. Uh, this game is, uh, you know, very safe for most of it. And then it gets nice and bloody at the end. Well, I, think, yeah, um, I think a good game is a game that has a historical society that's spooky. I think every game. Absolutely. Should have I, th- I think every game oh. should have a spooky historical society. My mom likes society. to call them the historical the society. So let's call them that. Oh, huge burn on the historical society. <laughs> History is scary. Yeah, hmm. makes you hysterical. Um, do we have any more ratings to do? Uh, bats. Yes, we've got. Uh, we've are got there any bats? bats? What are characters? bats for this one? I don't think so. No, I did, definitely no, use a bat can, that's a like a Pluto esque actual animal. In a, in one of the mini games, you can shine a light on bats to scare them away. Okay, that many bats uh, in the in the underground. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is this is definitely a, this is definitely a seven bat. I think for this me. is one this coal is... mine full of bats. Yeah. And the corpses <laughs> of, of all of the cultists that died down there. Yeah, one Yikes. coal mine and whatever. How many bats are living in the abandoned parts of the buildings? All right, so. We uh, thank you very much, Seb, for bringing this forward. Yes. I had a great time with this. This You're was such welcome. a great game. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad to revisit it. this. Sorry I'm to so make glad you all I think I'm glad to have an no, excuse well, to have talked about this again. <laughs> and I think this fit right into Octo- our October step. Depression I think is oh, yeah. perfect. This, I, think, I think it fit right <laughs> in. It was, it was just absolutely perfect. And uh, before we get into what uh, we're doing next week, if you wanted your own topic on this show, you would send it to please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com and if you were to send us an email it might sound a little uh-huh. something wow. like this is that right all right this one is from frequent uh friend of the show greg oh hey greg, uh, greg. do crimes who says, greg. Who do says crime. i i made a mistake and listen to this is the subject header. <laughs> okay. And um, he says, I'm trying to email y'all instead of just texting Nick if it's about the show. Good. Miss you guys. Hope everyone uh, is not sick or even better is so well. Far, We're so all good. well, I think. <laughs> anyway, I saw that Ready Player Two is coming out next oh, no. month. No. At least the book is. What? <laughs> and, it made, and it made me really excited for the inevitable Ready Player Two hazardous materials. I'll be casting my vote for that on the Patreon as soon as it's filmed. You know they'll make no. a movie. <laughs> No. They will. They will. Who's make like, a, they will um, make a movie. Who, they will make a movie. Who's eventually. like budget uh, Steven Spielberg? Can we get him to make the next one? <laughs> Stefan Spielberg. <laughs> so, um, no, no, no. Uh, so, uh, Greg says, anyway, please stop making these. We don't deserve this. Okay. Aww. Aww. Thanks, buddy. Stop emailing Love us. We don't Greg. deserve you that. You got it, baby. Uh, yeah. So, so sweet. Thank you, Greg. We love you, nice. and we'll have you on as soon as we can. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the support. And I, uh, I was thinking about jokingly throwing uh, Ready Player Two into the poll as an option you couldn't select for next month. <laughs> that would uh, awesome? be good. Yeah, it's for not ne- out for yet, next month's you can, uh, episode. You can look at it. <laughs> you can look at it. 
Right, like, oh, I guess people really didn't want us to do Ready Player Two because I did, didn't <laughs> no make votes. it pickable. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so uh, thank you so much, Greg. And if you wanted to write into us, uh, again, we, we will read anything you send us. And um, I wanted to shout out, we got a new patron. Whoa! I just shouted out all, all of our patrons uh, on last week's episode, and I, I'm very uh, so happy and so grateful to our patrons. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash please don't cast, you can vote on what our monthly show is about. Yeah, so you uh, do not is, need to be a patron been... to post or vote. Yeah. Right. Do it. You got to post. You got to vote. You. Yeah. But you, uh, if you can tell us which stove to touch with our bare hands. Which and, um, and this Come month, uh, we got a new patron, and that is Sydney. Thank you Yo, so much, Sydney, wow. for joining us. From the Aquaman King. episode. From the Aquaman episode, from the uh, from the Buster Scruggs from episode, the Ballad of Scrug Busters, Scuster Bugs, <laughs> Bunny Bugs, Scrugster uh, Bugs. Uh, anyway, I have something to announce, and that is the winner of this month's Hazardous Materials polls. Oh, wow. I didn't do this. Int- I didn't do this intentionally. I set it up so that the poll was going to end tonight, but I thought we were going to record yesterday. So, mm-hmm. uh, so now Bro, I can do this time. dramatic thing where I. Cam, that might be more appropriate than you think. Uh, so, oh, yep, here we go. Okay, so with the winner. This is our horror, our October right. theme. Our October, our October monthly theme. episode. That, this will be posting on Halloween, October 31st. Ooh. Wow. You'll be able to listen to us, uh, us go through Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That means we got to just do the barely beating about, out uh, Dawn of the Dead Island. 2004. God the, damn yes, it! Yes. Of all the <laughs> fucking <laughs> bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so I I joked. Um, I you know we we uh, talked about these uh, choices on a previous episode. I think it's funny to hear everyone react <laughs> so negatively to because this is of course going to be something we don't want to do. But there are some things we want to do less than others, mm-hmm. even among the choices. <laughs> Like, um, like, yeah, la- last month was Bioshock Infinite. And, like, I was kind of interested in talking about that. Yeah, what but nobody really wanted to play it. I don't give a it. shit about a bad <laughs> Scooby-Doo movie. Hey, well, no, this is good, actually, because it's finally something that we're not emotionally too emotionally charged about. Because the last two were really, really heavy to... Mm-hmm. to uh, yeah, Modern Simpsons and, um, and Bioshock Infinite were both really invested in because we were so disappointed. Yeah. In <laughs> right. Now, this is just something that we're like, this sucks. So this one we'll... is, we've seen good and bad Scooby-Doo, so this is just another Scooby-Doo. Yes. Right. We, there will be a terror episode out before the end of the month on uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie yes. Island. Uh, Seb and I, at the very least, will oh, be on Oh, is that it. right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we got two I, I, Scooby-Doo-themed episodes this month. Yeah, Gosh, we didn't Scooby plan it that double way, but that's going to happen. Scooby, that's right. Two? A Scooby... Scooby-Double? Scooby-Two? I like Scooby-Double features. Scooby-Dooby-Double. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, so uh, thank you, everyone, who uh, voted in that poll, and you get to decide every month uh, on uh, what, just what, just which stove we're touching. You get to hear those wonderful reactions like Cam and Alex groaning in pain when I announced this. Uh, I don't... I Okay. Well, yes. uh, and, got, and if you're listening now, we've got lots of terrorsodes out. If you're craving more terrorsode Halloween content from the people who brought you, please don't cast. We have we have you covered. 
We've got one out on Vampire Savior, the Monster Mash fighting game. We've got one out on Night Shift, Stephen King's short story compilation from 1978. Cam and I had a lot of fun with that one. We've Very got good. one out on Are You Afraid of the Dark, the Nickelodeon spooky children's TV show. You get to tell, mm. we talk about a rust-colored corpse coming out of a pool in yeah. that one. A soup and, that uh, is so good, it must be made of dead people. Yep. That's right. Or and fear. we're, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we've got, and we've got more coming. We're going to well, try yeah, to record more. Like Seb said. a bunch said, coming. So that's right. Uh, one so that many. Alex is, uh, is going to be at the helm for, for sure. We're going to, we might get dipped back into Scream Fortress. We're probably wow. going to talk Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. We're probably going to talk uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And who knows, if we have time for more, then we'll make more because we are, we love doing this stuff. Yeah, it's our time of year. But Cam, <laughs> you are going to have our last main episode of October, and I want oh, yeah. to know what we're going to be doing, even though I already put the schedule out. Tell well, me what it is. Hey, if you follow us on Twitter, you already know, but we are doing um, Scream, the movie. Oh, hey, yeah. Look, look. I don't want to say it, but did it re- revitalize slasher and horror movies in the 90s after the the sl- normalized slasher movies tanked it <laughs> by producing five or six sequels? <laughs> by producing the Halloween sucked. movies with the cult in them? What? No. <laughs> but I'm going to have to say it. Scream revitalized horror movies and slasher movies in the 90s. But um, yeah. we're going to be watching... Cam uh... will. <laughs> yes, Exactly. <laughs> Um, we're watching Scream because it, it it is one of the first horror movies that truly scared me, I think. And Ooh. we'll get into that in probably um, our I've episode. I've never but, seen um, that. So I'm not a real thing about the home invasion stuff, huh? It's wicked good. Yeah, I don't like thinking about if someone broke into my house and stabbed me with a now, knife. So, um, um, I just <laughs> Whatever. It's, I, I, if, I, if I got stabbed with a knife, it wouldn't be that. Who I cares? Set straight, I want to set this straight for our listeners in that. Um, the reveal in the episode won't be that there are actually two episodes, right? Okay. Well, wait. Hold on. How many people There's... have actually seen Scream? I don't well, no, no, understand what we're the not fuck talking you're talking that. about. Listen, the podcast will be coming from inside the house, and it's going to be really good. So, um, <laughs> if right. you haven't seen Scream, you're going to like this. So, um, check out Scream. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. Yeah. All right, so we've got a certified horror classic Absolutely. coming at you next week, and we a will see age. you then. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for anyone who made it this far. I'm sure Absolutely. this was a tough listen. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, actually, I've cut it down to 15 minutes in the edit. So, oh, okay. cool. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> it's a, it was a short one. Thanks for listening. Is the episode longer than Night in the Woods? <laughs> uh, maybe longer maybe, than speed. Yeah, speed it's right. longer have than a, 10 hours? <laughs> have, a good, <laughs> have a good night in the woods, everyone. Uh, we'll see you. That sounds good. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.